Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Movie Mount Rushmore podcast. What is that double noise I've got going on in the background? Ah, get rid of that. And we're better. Let's try that again. <laughs> Hi, everyone. That's that's what you call a teething issue. As you can see, it's me, Nico Luro, but the one AJ is not here today. I'd like everyone to jump into the comments and send their love because my man AJ has got COVID and he's got it bad. <laughs> no voice, unable to move. So taking his place is one of our special guests who often comes on the show, Mr. Big Tone is in the house, everyone. Yes, yes, all. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me once again. Big Tone back in the zone. Big Tone back in the zone. And to that, Pedro Sancto says, opa, opa, opa. <laughs> hey, it's a very nice how I, um, my big fat Greek wedding reference and a Greek reference. I love that. Um, yeah, guys. So AJ, as I said, not here. Uh, to be fair, Big Tone, you you got it quite bad too, don't you? But I guess you're just made of tougher stuff than he is. <laughs> Now, I too am also fighting a COVID infection, but again, like, um, I'm not as bad as AJ. It's as simple as that. Pedro, that's very kind of you to say, hoping AJ recovers well. Uh, I've actually got a quick message from, I'll wait for a few other people to jump on because we've got a little message from uh, from AJ that I'll read out to everyone. But yeah, we're here. Uh, we've got our plan B. Not that you're a plan B, Big Tone, but you're you're, uh, you're like... <laughs> Mr. Backup, <laughs> when shit goes wrong, call Big Tone. And so I really, really appreciate you coming on, man. We are here to talk What's about, I mean, it's in the title, Spider-Man. All the good Spider-Mans and some of the bad ones, too. Because there's some shit. There's some. Uh, I mean, like, um, maybe, maybe I'm too much of a pacifist, but I could get um, enjoyment out of all of these somewhat. Man, I wish you had that level of pacifism when it comes to Star Wars. <laughs> As already said, I want to get enjoyment like out of even the ones that are annoy me. But like, you know, there's some that are just unforgivable. But they still got nice, you know, effects. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Big Tone's one of my very close friends. And much like with AJ, it just shows that friends can argue a lot. Because my God, have we got... I would not even say polar opposite. I would say bipolar opinions on Star Wars. <laughs> like we both love it. Absolutely love it. But, oh, it doesn't go well. But there's one thing we do agree on, though. Original yes. Trinity. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And do we both agree that Empire is the best one, though? Um, I would say Empire is the best one, but Return is my favorite one. That's a fair statement. Uh, Pedro Sancto says, I remember Big Tom from the first episode I watched, the James Bond one. Hope you feel better as well. Look at that. Love from everyone. Love it. Oh, much obliged. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> much obliged. Me too. Right. So, guys, let's. Uh, it's very difficult when I don't have AJ to bounce off in terms of setting up the show. So, let's see if I can do this. So, if you are joining us here live, welcome as always. Uh, you can find the Movie Mount Rushmore podcast right here on YouTube. So, if you're new to the channel, please do hit the subscribe button. Please do like the video, share the video with anyone who you think may be interested in listening to two close friends talking geeky comic book Spider-Man stuff. Um, and if you don't catch us on YouTube and you want to catch us on audio, we are available everywhere on iOS and Android uh, and Spotify, of course. You can catch us on, as I said, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, 
TuneIn, Stitcher, and Geo7. So many places where you can find the wonderful Movie Mount Rushmore podcast. Riri Thomas is in the house. Hope you're both doing well. Interested for this one. Love Spider-Man. He's my favorite. Our list will probably be very different. And Riri, that's absolutely fine. Because you know what? We love Spider-Man as well. I don't know about you, Big Tom, but he's my favorite. Spider-Man is hands down my favorite superhero. So yeah, Spider-Man's one of my favorites. He's, he's up there, man. Uh, Pedro's got a question for Big Tone. Does Big Tone not hate episode three as you guys do? Oh, no, Big Tone. Oh, I, I love, uh, <laughs> I'll let you speak three. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love episode three. Um, again, like, yes, the acting is very, how, how, you, how you should put it, corny. Shit. <laughs> but again, there's so many great fights in there. There's so many moments that just give me joy. And maybe in a way that they shouldn't because I, like, I find them very funny. Like, hence unlimited power. Uh, oh. <laughs> and the high ground whole thing. Uh. That's hilarious for me. And then, like, uh, just when you think they're done, the whole, no! <laughs> but you see, the thing is, I got a great time out of that movie. Yeah, I, like, For the wrong know, reasons. For the well, wrong not reasons. always. I mean, some of the fights were great, man. Like, um, fight against Dooku at the beginning. Brilliant fight. The Dooku fight, fight. was cool. The Duke of fight against cool. um, Grievous, brilliant fight. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. the final fight, um, even no. though the outcome was silly. <laughs> yeah, um, Yoda <sighs> versus Palpatine is a good fight. Uh, Mace Windu versus Palpatine, good fight as well. But they cut the Mace Windu Anakin fight. Now, you want to talk about sacrilege? Why was they that? Shouldn't cut? Have done that? They shouldn't have done that. That was like for, for everything that you know the sequel trilogy did wrong. And it did a lot wrong. I can acknowledge that. The fuckery of not showing Anakin versus Dooku. No. <laughs> like, you mean Anakin versus Windu? That would be the one. Thank you. Yeah. Like, no, that's true. I mean, they did kind of build up to it in like um, other films. But, right. Hey. <laughs> oh, both of the Hobbit is in the house. And both. let me just see. No spoilers here. Okay, very interesting. Buffett Albert says, I didn't like the new Spider-Man because it didn't progress the story arc. I agree with that. I completely agree with that statement. Hmm. I actually disagree with that, personally. But Shock we'll, we'll horror, Tony and I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll get to it, Buffett Hobbit. We will get to it. Um, but for now, yeah, we've done the plugging for the YouTube channel and for the where you can find the podcast and an audio. But how does the movie Matt Rushmore podcast actually work for those of you tuning in for the first time? So normally it's AJ and me, but in this week, it's Big Tone and me. So we go our separate ways. We come right back here into recording and we deliver to you, wonderful people, wonderful movie fans, the Silver Screen Dudes, our individual top tens. As Big Tone is the guest on the show, Big Tone will be going first, delivering his bottom three. I will then deliver my bottom three. Big Tone will deliver his next two. I will then deliver my next two. And then we will trade one apiece. If at any point while we are rounding off our individual top ten lists, one person has a movie in a higher position, that person will say... Big Tone? Punt. Yes, he's got it. That person will say punt, and we will punt and talk about that movie when we get to the higher position. And once we have both rounded off our individual top 10 lists, I guess we'll try and create a movie, Matt Rushmore. I think we should. We should definitely yeah, create yeah, Matt yeah, Rushmore. Should, yeah, yeah, we'll do a Rushmore one. for this one. Um, mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll create the movie, Matt Rushmore. These are the four quintessential diverse must-see movies of this genre. There's not that much to pull from because there's literally only 10 movies on this one. So we're kind of ranking them. So this week is... 
ranking the top 10 Spider-Man movies, a special from the Silver Screen Dudes. So, Big Tone, my friend, it is over to you. What is your number 10? Okay, number 10. Um, not to say I dislike this movie. It's just more of a product of its time. Spider-Man 1977. Spider-Man 1977. That, for me, is... Sorry, I should have actually had my list ready. That would have been good. Uh, Spider-Man 1977, for me, is my number nine. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, I mean, like, um, again, obviously... The acting is a product of its time. The story was a lot better than I thought it would be, actually. <laughs> in it. In yeah. it. I mean, the fights are terrible. Awful. <laughs> the fights are terrible. Awful. <laughs> I like the soundtrack, though. <laughs> the soundtrack's great, but when you consider that this movie came out the same year as the first Star Wars movie, you have to think, I. <laughs> <laughs> there is some, but do you, do you know what I think this movie deserves immense credit for that I don't think a single other Spider-Man movie did as well is the actual origin of how he becomes Spider-Man like they nailed it the actual in the lab the spider but I was like well okay sorry that is right out of the comic book that's that is the best depiction of how Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man that I've seen ever in any of these movies, in terms of being accurate to comics, right? Yeah, to be honest, it was pretty, um, a bit more in-depth how they explained how the spider actually become radioactive and, yeah. you know, and rolled up on him. <laughs> yeah, and it was just, you know, a lab and a spider happened to be in a lab, and yet we all get bitten by spiders, you know, once or twice in our lifetime. Shit happens, wrong place, wrong time. Like, you look at the other movies and it's like, oh, there just happened to be one floating down in a museum or he just happens to walk into a mass lab where they're like mass producing evil little mutant spiders. It's like, come on. It wasn't that yeah, grandiose. Yeah. It was simple. Yeah, that's true. I suppose at that point I've got like, you know, agree with you. Yeah. yeah. And like, but at, at the same time, though, like someone does have to come last time. We, we can't escape the fact that if you're going to turn around and say any of the ones with better effects and better fights and everything are worse than this film. I feel you oh, no. kind of just hate it. <laughs> the effects in this are awful. Man, the string, the literal string. <laughs> it's, it's laughable, isn't it? It is laughable. But do you know what I actually thought I actually admired them for? in terms of how the movie was made, because they clearly didn't have much of a budget with this film. But it's the scenes where he starts climbing, and it's like, you can tell that they've done two shots overlaid with each other, and one <laughs> shot is literally just him crawling on glass, because they didn't have green screen at the time, so they've just had him walking on a piece of glass. They've yeah. cut that shot up and superimposed it over a building, so it looks like he's walking up a building. I was like, you know what? Fair play. Hey, whatever works. I mean, to be honest, like, you know, we won't mention the fact that Superman, the original film, I'm pretty sure that came out, you know, before that, but hey. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need to, we, you know, let's not throw shade at Spider-Man while we're here, but oh, goodness. <laughs> dear. Do you know the point where I kind of put my head in my hands and I went, hey, when he goes into the building, ninjas with kendo sticks. I was like, <laughs> Why? What are we doing? And not once, not twice, but three times he fights <laughs> again. And the ninjas and Spider-Man become friends. Like, what the fuck? 
I'm like, hey, the thing, why they got kendo sticks for, man? Like, like they don't have swords. So. <laughs> <laughs> kendo sticks is that? What is this? WWE? This is the wrong. This is the wrong brand. Oh. Uh, and then when they got the flamethrower and burnt the string. <laughs> oh God. Oh God, and the big fall. But you know what? There's a small part of me that was minor spoiler for No Way Home here that was kind of sad that Nicholas Hammond didn't show up just for a cameo because he's still alive. Yeah. It would have been nice just to have him just for a geeky cameo. And you know, like, two yeah, people in the true. cinema they would have known done, They could have done um, a Stan Lee-type moment with him. Right. Hell, even um, Crisis on Infinity Earths um, on the DC Arrowverse, they, like, yeah. showed, what's his name, the original Robin. Yeah, there you go. Chris O'Donnell, right? Huh? No, um, not Chris. Oh, what's his name? From uh, the Adam West show, right? Yeah, from the Adam West. Why am I blanking on his name? Someone in the chat, help. The uh, actor who played Robin in the Adam West show. I'm blanking here. Help me, chat, please. Um, while you're doing that, we've got a few comments that have come through. Pedro Sanctos says, I disagree with it as well. I miss these films being standalone ones. These days, it seems that at least one third of the length in a comic book movie is setting up the... setting up other installments. Kind of true. But you know why they're doing that, Pedro? Because everyone's going... Take all the money. Marvel, take my money. And they're like, okay, well, we're just going to make more of these. Where to blame for that? You got to, yeah. If the studio is out here, you may eat from my hand. We eat, right? Yeah, but you know what? You can also be clever about it as well. Like, um, you know, you can tell a standalone story while setting up an eventual crossover. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is actually an interesting point Pedro brings up. I grew up with that show because here's the interesting thing. Spider-Man 1977, the f it was actually the movie was the pilot that led into an even worse TV show. <laughs> ah, TV show man. The TV show was jokes, you know. It was so funny. What was it? They, they had like a skinny old kingpin with like a white goatee and he had this fetish for like having girls in bikinis around him, innit? It was awful. It's tried to be blowfield, man. <laughs> so much. So much. Riri Thomas says, new one was a great cinema experience, but I get the criticism on rewatch. I gave it a seven and a half out of ten. That's a very fair score. I was happy personally, but it will divide opinion when people rewatch. Agreed. Big tone. Thoughts on that? Um, yeah, to be honest, like um I've only seen it the once, so maybe I'm still riding the high. But mm. again, like um we'll get to why um I placed it where I placed it. Okay. Uh, Pedro then goes on to say Spider-Man was 1977. Superman had a big budget in 1979. Oh. <laughs> it's similar time, isn't it? Similar time. Uh, and then, oh, in answer to your Robin question, Frank Torres comes in with Burt Ward well, and Pedro as well. Burt Ward, thank you guys. Uh, mixed memorabilia is in the house. Hi, guys. Tuned in, but not really a big fan of Marvel, although I really like the DC Batman animated series. Yes, 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 yes. All day long. Yeah, possibly the greatest animated hero series ever. So here's here's another question to Big Tone and to everyone in the chat. If you could only pick one, Batman the Animated Series or -na 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 -na, X-Men the Animated Series? Uh, that's oh, hard, man. Yes, yes. We ask the hard questions here on the Movie Mount Rushmore podcast. But, I mean, I'm sorry, but I know it's sacrilege, but I love the X-Men animated series. I'm glad to go with that. <laughs> There's, again, yeah, like Batman um, did have storylines pretty close, like uh, to the comments. But 
Um, X-Men was literally telling stories from the comics. It was the first show to actually do that, like that, in the same presentation and style. And that's it. It's still probably the best adaptation of X-Men we got on screen. Oh, well, that's beyond a shadow of a fucking doubt, because the X-Men movies, for most part, suck. <laughs> My humble opinion. <laughs> My humble opinion. But yeah, that's no, the X-Men... I'm with you, man. X-Men the Animated is probably the one I'd go for. Frank Torres does not agree with us and says Batman the Animated Series. Guys, comment away. Batman the Animated Series or X-Men the Animated Series? Uh, Big Tom, what is your number nine? Okay, my number nine, Jumbo. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, shit. Right on. Okay. Really? <laughs> that fucking low? So for that one, I'm going to have to punt you, my friend. Yeah. Amazing. Not, um, wow. I'm not... I'm not throwing like see the figures. With this top ten, I don't really feel like any of the movies were crap per se. It's just some need to be higher than others for certain reasons. There's one that I think is crap, but otherwise I would agree with your statement. Mm-hmm. So okay, so amazing. Moving into number, number eight. eight. Spider-Man three. Okay, yeah. See now that's my number ten, and this is the one I think is legitimately God awful, but it's your number eight. Please roll. Well, see, it, it, I, I don't know. I feel it just gets a bad rap. Like you know, the one <laughs> thing that probably like messed up the film was the inclusion of their version of Venom. Yeah, yeah. and like um, because again, it was too too short. It needed its own film. It was it was beaten too early. Um, I don't know. People look at Topher Grace as an issue. I mean, I, I think he, he was all right in the role, but, like, nothing spectacular or whatever. But mm-hmm. then, like, there's a lot of um, fun parts to be had in that film, isn't it? Like, um, Spider-Man's, like, dancing down the street, like, when he... No, when Tone, see, this is you going into Star Wars Episode Three: <laughs> Revenge of the Sith territory again. When you laugh at a movie, it's failing. It's when you're yeah, laughing no, with a movie. No, 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 I don't think so. I feel like if you've gone to a movie and you've got some enjoyment out of it, you're winning, basically. I mean, not everything has to be Schindler's List. Like, you know, <laughs> we don't need everything to be serious. And, oh, um, uh, it's Spider-Man. You've got to suspend your belief anyway. I mean, like, and sometimes, yeah, things are entertainment for the wrong reasons, but <laughs> that was entertaining, you know. You walk down, you just did that little slide. The slide and the eat. Do you know the part where I was like, yeah, we can suspend disbelief until because the part (laughs) which killed me was when Peter went full emo and went to Mary Jane's jazz bar and they tried to make me believe that Toby (laughs) Maguire is a sexy man. And I'm like, no, no, I'll give you that. (laughs) Oh, God. But then there were cool stuff about that film. One, the soundtrack, um, you know, um, with the symbiote and the black suit, the yeah. way they handled that, that's straight out of the comic books. Like, yeah. That was great. You know, when he's just hanging outside and he's got the black suit on. Yeah, when he woke yeah. up, he's sort of looking at his hands. That was cool. Yeah. That was really, and, really and cool. the fights with Sand- Sandman, pretty cool as well. Pretty cool. I didn't Even like the, the way the symbiote was just sort of magically arrived on a comet to Earth. I'm like, well, no, come on. You set up J. Jonah Jameson Jr. in the previous movies. You mentioned the rocket ship. Show me the rocket ship. Come on. Yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, they just cut to the chase in it. I mean, in the animated series, like, we've got to see all that with the rocket ship and whatnot. But here they're just like, 
me to but write. They set it up. That's what annoyed me. It was like it's your episode three bullshit. It's like they set up Anakin versus Mace, and then they didn't give it to us. It's like why? Well, uh, uh, that's probably one of my more lesser gripes about the film. I mean, like I enjoyed the fight between Harry and um, Spider Man at the beginning, where he has to like fight him in his um, his suit and his swinging, and he's like, "Oh, you knew this was coming, Peter." Oh no, see, I hated that part, mate. Yeah, you didn't you like that me, fight. I hated it. Because we used to the trip wire, like I thought that was great. Like personally, we just knocked himself out. No, the, the the way he, you know, knocked Harry unconscious, I thought was good. But what killed mm. me is that it. Here's an example. You know, in X Men, uh, Dark Phoenix, Jennifer Lawrence is a world class actress, world class. Mm. But you can tell in that movie, she's just like over the role, and she's like, just give me the, give me my paycheck and let me leave, yeah. right? Yeah. I got that vibe majorly from James Franco in that scene. You must have known this was coming, Peter. It's like, oh. I don't know. I mean, bro. I mean, I, I mean, I tell talk about the problems I did have with the film. Yeah, again, like Toby Maguire, man, they had him cry well too much in those films, man. Oh, he was like, so emo. Well he was much. so emo. Like, what the fuck? Like, I was waiting know, for him to like pull his hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did pull his hair down, didn't he? He did. He did go full emo. <laughs> I didn't even fucking clock that. He was literally emo man. Do you know what they did well though? Although the build up to it wasn't great, the church scene that was cool. Yeah, that was pretty. Cool. The, although again, that animated little part is like, oh, we're kind of missing Shocker here, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of missing shocker here, aren't we? Now I agree with you though regarding Topher Grace. Do I think he was he was the right choice to be Eddie Brock? No, absolutely well, not. Right. He weren't like right terrible. He weren't offensive. But he no, no. He I think. When he was Eddie Brock, he didn't bother me. You know, it's just kind of like, okay, we're not going for the big dude. We're just going for the okay, it's another photographer who's, you know, competing with Peter. That's cool. But it's when he becomes Venom and, the, and you know, his, his the symbiote comes off him and he does this, uh, uh, that over-the-top smiling he does is that, bro, what are we doing? Well, mm. the also gets beaten well too easily in that film. Beaten like, too easily, know, yeah. Big time. It's like, why even bring him into the film yeah, if you're going to just do that? <laughs> With rumors to be believed, uh, what was it? Sam Raimi didn't even want Venom in. It was it was fan pressure, wasn't it? Or studio studios responding uh, to fan pressure. Spider Man three, black suit. Spider Man four, Venom. It's not hard. Yeah, that's literally it. But he never wanted to touch Venom. I think the plan was uh, the chat may correct me here if I'm wrong, but I think the plan was Sandman in number three, and then I think Vulture in number four. No, I think it was Lizard, wasn't it? I swear it was Vulture. I even think they had John Malkovich cast as Vulture, if I'm not wrong. Mm. Who would have been a good Adrian Toomes, to be fair. Yeah, he would. Probably, <laughs> yeah, he'd probably be very accurate looking towards him. Right, 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 right. Uh, a few comments have come in. Uh, Giza1962 says, Going to see No Way Home this week. Have an amazing time. Do I need to see the two previous Tom Holland movies to know what's going on? I'm guessing... You need to have seen Far From Home because No Way Home picks up literally where Far From Home ends. Like there's a big reveal that happens at the end of Far From Home, which I would suggest you get speed uh, sped up on. And Far From Home is available on both Disney Plus and Netflix at the moment, Giza 1962. So 
enjoy. My my advice would be watch both of them because again, if you want to be emotionally invested in the character, yeah, um, like it's gonna mean more those special moments in um in um No Way Home if you've seen the whole Homecoming trilogy. I'd also argue if you want to get the real emotional moments, you want to have seen every single one of these Spider-Man movies. Uh, to be honest, I would 100% agree with that. I mean, yeah. it's pretty much not going to matter if you haven't seen all of them. Yeah. Giza 1962, there's basically some massive reveals, which will give you warnings, but there will be some spoilers at a later point in this podcast. But there are some massive reveals that happen. They will not have the same impact if you haven't seen the other Spider-Man movies. Uh, Pedro Sancto says, Spider-Man 3 is one of the worst comic book films I've been subjected to. I agree. Big Tone does not. No, no. I, I feel it's not a good film, right? but it's not as, I don't think it's as bad as we all want to remember. There's some enjoyment that you can be had out of that film. I mean, yeah, there's some enjoyment from taking a shit too, but the end result is still awful. <laughs> well, depends who you are, it? <laughs> My man, I love Big Tom with the pacifism. Um, and then Pedro goes on to say, MJ sings three songs in that film. That's three too many. She said, oh yeah, does she? see? that memorable. <laughs> Uh, both of the Hobbit says X-Men I'm assuming that's in relation to the Batman X-Men comic Riri Thomas says I actually really like the Amazing Spider-Man 2 Riri like mm, mm, I, I hear you I feel that um, Pedro Sancto says that scene with MJ and Harry dancing the twist while make it oh god the omelette twisting and you do the twist oh my word I forgot I blocked that from my mind good you know god what? I feel like I just focus on the positive because I totally don't remember those things. I must have blocked them from my memory. <laughs> oh, my man. My man. Giza1962 says, the only part I didn't like about Amazing Spider-Man 2 was to... Oh, about Spider-Man 2 uh, was Toby's stupid face when he uh, when he stopped the train. Poor Toby. <laughs> Andy Hart's here. Good evening, gents. Good evening Hello. to you, Andy. Welcome back. Thank you for oh, joining us. Man. <laughs> poor toby i mean fuck him i do maintain this like if guys if you're not familiar um i was one of the few people i can't say that now we'll talk about it later but toby Maguire is not a good person i thought there was something okay oh, i have to be careful what i say because i can't go into spoiler territory we will come back to this point later on why is toby Maguire not a good person stay tuned until the end of the world later in the show and we'll get into it um, Pedro Sanctos agrees with the train scene. Toby's damn face, man. <laughs> well, Toby's damn face. Well, damn. Well, he didn't have that damn face. That damn face of his. Um, big tone. So that was your bottom three, yes? Yeah. All right. So my number 10 was Spider Man 3. My number nine was Spider Man 1977. And uh, yeah, do you know what, mate? My number eight, I shouldn't have punted you because my number eight is actually The Amazing Spider-Man 2. So my bad. Oh, there we go. My bad. So we, um, we only had like one difference there. Um, all right. Like, um, basically, I'll tell you why I put it like so low. Go. The only reason why I put it so low is because I just feel that that film had, had a really good and emotional part with um, the Gwen Stacy whole thing 
but the film was like a step backwards. It was yes. like, what's it? We're going back to the cheesiness of Raimi, like her films and everything. And it just didn't wash well. Especially when you had like, you know, award winning actor like Jamie Foxx and basically you couldn't figure out a way to just make him the best Spider-Man villain just, I, I, I like going. Like um, the one thing with um, No Way Home is you get to see a little glimpse of what that character should have been. Yeah. Mm. And like, um, again, the whole thing just felt a little bit contrived, if you ask me. Like, bro, I, I would, know. I would completely second that notion. I think what you've said there is completely on point because you know you've got it, it was a complete step back. You know, we went super cheesy in some parts. I invite you to look at. Little Rhino come to yeah, play Spider-Man. The Rhino part, actually, that, that actually maybe the, the cinema annoyed. <laughs> Bro, it was yeah. levels of shithousery. But then, and, and this is where the movie fails, because what's frustrating is, like, we, like you were saying about Spider-Man 3, there are good parts in this film. Like, there are some are really good parts in this film. The fights are excellent. Yeah, the fights are excellent, but there are, like... I'd say even that kind of character development between Peter and Harry's like Dane DeHaan is a class little actor, man. I don't, I think he's underappreciated. Um, and Andrew Garfield is just, he's Andrew Garfield. He, he Andrew is Garfield amazing. Has gone done dirty by his own Spider-Man franchise because he was the best part in it. And I feel bad for him that so his much. movies are universally going to be known as the lesser mm. yeah, of um, all of them. Yeah, yeah, but it's not his fault. <laughs> it's just what he was given. So, yeah, here's something telling. I'd agree that of the three different Spider-Man franchises we've had, the amazing run was... is uh, This is with the notes of Benny that I like them all, but I'd say the amazing run is the least good of the three. But here's yeah, the that's, thing. that's my thing. Andrew's my favorite Spider-Man. Like, oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love him. I love him because oh, he was so pumped that you could you could listen to him at comic-con and yes of course actor gets paid to go on stage to promote movie no duh obviously he's gonna talk good about it but i got the impression that he was so invested in making these movies great and it comes across on screen that well, it and... comes across in no way home to be honest spoiler thank you uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys i'll take this moment i'll take this moment to say that both Big Tone and I were No Way Home opening night. We're going to try and keep spoilers to a minimum until we talk about No Way Home. Accidents happen. Things may slip out. So we apologize. It, like We're aiming to talk spoilers and No Way Home later in the show because the movie ranks quite highly for both of us. And we'll give you a warning in case you don't want to hear spoilers for it. But if we do happen to let something slip, apologies. Okay, yeah, it's not apologies. intentional. We're not trolling anyone. <laughs> But in terms of the three of them, not only is Andrew my favorite, I'd go so far as to say Andrew is the finest actor between the three of them. Like, Andrew is oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, I mean, so good. The films that they've been in, like, um, realistically, you know, the, no one's got anything on Hacksaw Ridge. No, no, you can't touch Hacksaw Ridge. Breathe that movie he did with Andy Serkis, where he plays um, the oh, it's the famous character who's paralyzed from the neck down. Um, Tick Tick Boom, which is on Netflix at the moment. 
shit man the social network where he plays eduardo Saverin. he was he was nominated for an oscar for that role like andrew garfield is fire he's he's such a class actor um but yeah you know the, the big scene in this one is what it, it's the i think it's quite beautiful and it is straight out of the comic books it's the attempted catch of gwen stacy in it mm -hmm. yeah and then you had to go ruin the whole thing with rhino Oh, I know. They should have left it on an emotional downbeat almost. But exactly. No. Go to play, little spider. Exactly. They no. should have just left it with him returning to what's it like him making some type of decoration and him putting back on the suit and then swinging. Yeah. Like we didn't need the whole Rhino and the city nurse in it. Yeah, like, it was dumb. Little kid and all that. It's like, oh. <laughs> that you mentioned the fights there that's zipping across the power station with electro and even upping that like dane dehan is would you they called him the green goblin for me that looked more like the hobgoblin to me but anyway putting its jaws here when they go into the tower and they're kind of spinning around like spider-man doing all of his looping and the goblin literally is like okay this is kind of awesome well like, it was like i said you can't like um fault your facts or the fights and everything but Again, um, the character development behind, like, some of the, well, Electro. <laughs> yeah, again, like, it's like... What, what are we doing? What exactly, we doing? it's like it's the early 2000s all over again, like... So much. And I thought so we moved on. The whole, I thought the whole point of rebooting The Amazing Spider-Man was to give us a bit of a darker, you know... No, like, man, it was to give us the Sinister Six that never happened. God well, damn it. They didn't set that up, did it? <laughs> It's funny, it took another trilogy for it to... Actually, nah, not really. <laughs> nah, not really. Not really. <laughs> I would agree with that. Uh, Andy Hart says, going back to what you said earlier, X-Men the Animated Series, uh, Mixed Memorabilia says, with great power comes great responsibility, whichever Spider-Man that was has to be one of my favorites. That would be Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. And speaking of Tobey Maguire, Giza 1962 said, Tobey's damn stupid face. I did love the first two movies, though. Poor Tobey. <laughs> oh, but it's not just toby pedro comes in and says i dislike all of the actors faces just keep the mask on as the character did in the comics <laughs> damn damn riri thomas says music to my ears nico andrew is mine also love that riri uh giza 1962 says i love tom holland in the avenger movies being so young and rather innocent his death in infinity will almost make me cry Bro, that Infinity War death was deep. It was improvised as well. Yeah, it was deep. Mr. Stark, I'm not feeling so good. Oh, oh, did you remember? Because we're all in the cinema for that one together too. Do you remember the kind of, no, not him in the cinema. Like the crowd, the, you could feel this wave of emotion in the crowd going, mm. Mm -mm. Mm. You, you took T'Challa, that was bad enough. Not him. <laughs> Like, like I said, again, like if you want to see a bit of acting shots from top of Holland, then there it is. Because, again, he wasn't meant to say that. <laughs> he yeah. just improvised it. Yeah. And that, that again, is... This isn't... When I say I love Andrew, I love Tom as well. Like, let's not take anything away from Tom. The guy's... He's serious. He's he's going to be a big actor. I like all three. And I can't lie. <laughs> they all have their oh, different fuck merits. Toby. Um, although I do like him, it's his face. It's his, it's his damn stupid face. 
<laughs> Pedro says, I liked all three actors as the character, crappy films and all. Tom Holland was excellent in the Sarsom. He really was. He was so good in No Way Home. Um, and Beaufort the Hobbit says, Andrew is the best Spider-Man because he plays the part like the comic book. I, I hear that all day long. Um, so that's our bottom three. Big Tom, what is your number seven, please, sir? My number seven is The Amazing Spider-Man. Your number seven is The Amazing Spider-Man. That is my number six. Let's talk. I have a okay. feeling we're going to have quite similar lists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, again, for once we're kind of on the same page. <laughs> yeah. No, no, like, um, Amazing Spider-Man, again, I, I found it to be quite an enjoyable film. I did enjoy it going into the cinema and everything. Um, I, I did like some of the changes they made, like he had the mechanical web shooters. He made them. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, uh, one thing I did, didn't like too much was uh, the whole lizard storyline. I just thought that could have been done better. Yeah. Especially when you, what's it, um, bringing Ralph Rufaisons, yeah. When when you're bringing him into it as well, like that's a pretty good actor. Like, yeah, you can't do a little bit more with him than what we got. The problem I've got with Reese Iphons, and this is not anything to do with him. I I rate him just like you do. Every time I see him, I see the roommate from Notting Hill. <laughs> I can't help it. Is that is Lizard just going to do the the camera pose and go hmm? Firm buttocks. <laughs> like, I can't unsee it. <laughs> you can't unsee that shit. And if you haven't seen Notting Hill, don't be put off by the fact that it's a, a quote-unquote chick flick. Notting Hill's great fun. Check it no, out. No, it's a good film. But like, um, other things that bother me about the film. We did the origin story. We didn't really need to. Um, again, Uncle Ben died again. He didn't even say the speech properly, but... In it. Although, although, oi, have I still got your big tone? That is a terrible noise. Let me mute you a second. All right. So while big tone sorting out his technical issue there, we'll get back to that in a minute. Give me a thumbs up when you're ready to go, big tone. Um, yeah, the, the issue that we not issue, I mean, big tone pointed out the fact that you know we had Martin Sheen and are we good? All right, how's that sound? Oh no, that sounds terrible. I'm going to mute you. Yep, cool. Um, yeah, so the Martin Sheen didn't really deliver the iconic line. But you've got Andrew Garfield acting alongside Martin Sheen. And for the, the, that particular scene when Mar when they're in their home and Martin, Martin Sheen, sorry, Uncle Ben, I keep saying Martin Sheen. Uncle Ben says to him, how dare you? And Andrew Garfield, so, uh, Peter Parker, I said, how dare, how dare you? It's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bring you in, bring you in, bring you in. This is two actors at the top of their game here. I love it. Okay. How are we sounding now? You sound much better now. Thank you, sir. All right, brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah, it did feel a bit like a retread of the first Spider-Man movie. Obviously, it's like, we're going to do the same storyline again. See, this is why I think the Incredible Hulk in the MCU actually handled the Hulk storyline really well. It's like, the whole story was just in the opening credit scene. It's like, no, no, we're not going to show you the... We're not going to show it to you again. We're just going to... let in. He's the Hulk already. Let's just... Because move. we know the story. We don't we really need to see it again. And as and when Spider-Man does get remade again, because it will because it's a character that will be applicable for a remake for every new generation of young geeks and nerds out there. He will be remade again with another actor. 
please don't do the Uncle Ben storyline again. Because if you do the Uncle Ben storyline again, you are literally going into Batman Crime Alley in the Pearls territory. <laughs> it's been seen a lot. Um, but yeah, it, this movie gets a pass for me because Andrew Garfield's in it. That's why it's my number six. A few comments have come in. Um, Andy Hart says, I have the Amazing Spider-Man a little higher than you two. A lot of that is because Garfield is so good. Yeah, echoing my words, Andy. Garfield is just incredible. Giza1962 says, Defoe is a force of nature in every film he's been in. He's really hammed it up as Oswald, but the evil persona scared this shit out of me. Well, Giza1962, considering you haven't seen No Way Home yet, hold on to your butts. Defoe is a scene stealer in this movie. Standout villain. Easily. He's so good, isn't he? He, <laughs> he was so good in this film. See, like you guys, the guys like didn't like know what I was talking about when I was like, "Oh, Goblin's gonna knock it out the park," in the, like in our group chat. And then, like you know, you showed up, bro. They, I mean, the three main guys, Electro, Doc Ock, and Goblin, all showed up. But Goblin was a force of nature in this film. That's a perfect way to say it. Um, he's in 1962. Oh my word, Defoe is good in this. It, it's nuts. Uh, Riri Thomas says Garfield and Stone had the best chemistry. They did. It also yes, helped they, they would. It also helped that they were dating in real life. Very helpful. I was there. I didn't. Yeah, even yeah, know yeah. That. yeah. They were. Mm -hmm. They 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 were spinning their spider webs backstage. Um, <laughs> Mixed memorabilia says the intrigue is who is it keeping the outfit on and not revealing the person is the best part. When that's gone, what what we do is. What we do in here. What we do in here. Yeah. Well, mixed memorabilia, you're kind of touching on a, a wider issue of the MCU. There's no secret identities really in the MCU. <laughs> everyone knows who everyone is. Thor? Well, yes, we know who Tony Stark is. We know who Captain America is. We know who Black... We even know who Black Panther is. The guy who wears a mask is like, you kind of don't need to. We all know you're the king of Wakanda, bro. Yeah, Wakanda forever. But uh, yeah, we, we know who you are, motherfucker. Like, Stephen Strange, the Doctor? Yeah, that guy. Like, there's no secret identities. So that's an MCU problem. Um, Andy Hart says, wait to see Reese Eifens in The Kingsman. I'm still on the fence about whether I'm going to see that movie in the cinema or not, Andy. Simple reason being is that the second Kingsman I thought was dog shit. Oh, really? You didn't like that? Oh, I hated it. I hated it. It, I was it was such a step down from the first one, I thought. I liked uh, Julianna Moore. I thought she was uh, good as the villain, the housewife villain. <laughs> We're not going to get into a Kingsman debate on the show right yeah. now. <laughs> now Gavin go Man's in the, the house. Kingsman. Good evening, Gavin Man. Great to have you back on the show with us. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Pedro Santos says, as I said, the casting in all of these films has been very inspired, all the characters. It has. Um, Andy Hart says, don't think we will be seeing Uncle Ben anytime soon. The MCU's next Spider-Man has to be Miles Morales. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'd love it to be. We'll see if that's the direction they go down. Uh, words, uh, words 789 says, I've just seen Spider-Man and also then goes on to say, didn't Hulk have a secret identity? Early in the MCU, yes, I think in the big tone, correct me if I'm wrong here, but in the Incredible Hulk, I think his identity was still semi-secret. Some people knew yeah, most, some people knew who he was, but then it became like, when the Avengers became pop stars, basically, you know, <laughs> it was like everyone wants a selfie with the Hulk. Everyone knows who the Hulk is. Uh, 
Geezer1962 says, I like Jamie Foxx's Electro, but I felt his appearance was just not right. I heard he looks cool. Oh, yes, he does look cooler in the new film. That, that one. Redemption, that, oh, yes. Dad, dad. Oh, bro. And I, I, you weren't sitting next to me. You were two sheets down for me. I grabbed Den's arm so hard. Bro, the, the, ma <laughs> the proper <laughs> homage to Electro. So good. Andy Hart says it's better than the second Kingsman, not a patch on the original. I'll wait for it to come on to Sky then. Um, Mixed memorabilia says, can I mention Scorsese and Marvel? You can! You can indeed, because sometimes the grandparents just need to keep quiet. Now, I love Marty Scorsese. Big Tone, do you like Marty Scorsese? Of course I love him. Who the fuck doesn't like Martin Scorsese? If you're a film fan, by extension, it kind of means you like Martin Scorsese. But Marty, come on, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I literally think of the same thing. Like, to be shut honest, like, uh, it's not just him. I've heard of a lot of these, you know, geriatric um, Ridley, directors. Geriatric. Ridley Scott, who blamed like, the Facebookers and the tweeters for his movie not making a billion. It's like, Uncle Ridley, please be quiet. No, no, you no. lost your touch. Yeah, you, literally. <laughs> literally. House of Gucci was fine. The last jewel was fine. You ain't making Gladiator anymore, my friend. When you bring make Gladiator again, you will make a billion again. You know, you know what, what I, I mean? I'm more, I'm more referring to the fact that he managed to fuck up his own uh, franchise, isn't it? Alien. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm sorry, Prometheus and Alien Covenant especially. But Where? now here's an interesting one. Paul Thomas Anderson, one of the greatest auteurs, one of the greatest directors of our time not necessarily having the level of notoriety and fame that Martin Scorsese does. He gets it. Paul Thomas Anderson recently said, I like the Marvel movies. Not only do I like them because they entertain me and they make my children happy, which, by the way, he completely fucking gets it if that's what he's saying, because mm -hmm. if you are going to the cinema, it is an experiential event. If you are there with your kids and you're seeing something on the screen make your kids that happy, that's a nice feeling, right? So he gets it in that sense. And then he goes on to say, but these movies that everyone slams, they're getting people into the cinemas. And the more people keep going to the cinemas and keep having great experiences, the more likely they are to come back and see other movies and hopefully see my movie. So Paul Thomas Anderson, you get it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Martin like, Scorsese, I, I love you for life. I will always be your fan. I will see every movie you make. I won't always rewatch them, but I'll see everything you make. Shut the fuck up. Here, like I said, no disrespect to you, Martin, but shut the fuck up. Because, again, uh, there's many different reasons why you're going to go to the cinema. Many, diff many different forms of entertainment. Yep. Not everything has to be some stylized, artistic bullshit. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. you know, there's room for all the categories, including superhero films. Yeah, I'm sorry that they're the big dog at the moment and you feel maybe your movie should be, but <laughs> it's the world we live in. Maybe yours will be again. Yeah, who knows? Yep. But it doesn't yep. mean that you should be dunking on the biggest genre in cinema. It's correct. And the thing, the last thing I'll say on this before we get back to our lists, this boring soundbite, and I'm not saying anyone in the chat is guilty of this. If you are, listen up. And if you're not, then cool. Very good. We, we are friends. But the boring soundbite that I hear from, and it's usually, as you rightfully said, Big Tone, it's the old geriatrics. It's the sort of 50-year-old and ups, right? I'm not saying all people do that, but I'm saying that seems to be the demographic saying this. 
the boring soundbite that I hear of Marvel movies are ruining cinema. There's no original cinema being made anymore. It's like, okay, if you believe that, then you're not actually looking at the cinema listings because at no point in cinema history ever has there been more original content being made ever. Is it also true that at no point in cinema history there have been as many remakes and sequels and sidequels and reboots and spin-offs? That is also true. But the amount of original content being made at the moment is nuts. Like, I, if you look at like, I mean, I, I'm not going to reveal it because next week AJ, who will hopefully be back, then will be will will be talking about our top ten movies of 20, 2021. One comic book movie on there. All the others are movies are like. Who in the chat, if you disagree, if you disagree, if you don't, fantastic. But who in the chat has seen The Last Jewel? No one saw that movie. I saw it. I really enjoyed it. Who's seen House of Gucci? Yeah, fine. Who's seen uh, Mixed Memorabilia? Maybe you have. Who's seen the Indian movie, Sapata Parambarai? That actually got a UK release in the cinemas. No one went to see it. Really good fucking Indian boxing movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, the smaller art out house films, they don't have the marketing budget that a Marvel movie does where it releases a new trailer every two weeks. Granted, so they are harder to track down. But the soundbite of Marvel movies are ruining cinema is bullshit. <laughs> Big Tone, any thoughts on that? Well, to be honest, if, you was, if you're going to be honest and say anything is ruining cinema, it's just the fact of streaming and availability. Like... Uh... Ten points. We can watch these things whenever we want now. The like need to go out and sit in like um, a theater for two hours is just it's just not always appealing. Yeah. Like to someone who's not like me and Nico movie fans who we like to go out to the cinema, especially yeah. for that. Yeah. If you don't especially like to go out for that, then you know something like HBO Max is your you know, your biggest dream come true. You can just sit there and watch blockbusters, brand new blockbusters from um, the comfort of your own home. Like Matrix is coming out. It's going to be on HBO Max. I know it's been pulled. They're only oh, getting a it? cinema release. Yeah, which is the uh, best okay. news ever. It's only, which I think is really good of them Yeah, to it do. should. I should. It needs to do it justice. It, right. See, a film like The Matrix, you've just hit the nail on the head big time. That should not be going to streaming on the same day. That needs to be experienced in, listen, I've got a big fuck off TV sitting in my living room, as do you, my friend. And we've both got a pretty decent surround sound system set up. But it doesn't compare to the cinema, the massive screen, that Dolby blow your ear off sound, the communal feeling of an audience all show. Like that No Way Homes experience we had where everyone clapped at that moment. You cannot capture that at home. Nah. It's an experience going to the cinema. And these no Way Home was definitely one of the best cinema experiences yes. I've had, man. Endgame, Jurassic Park, these are all like moments that stay with you forever. So, and because they make a billion. It's Scorsese, I love you, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know? Shut the fuck up. People like them. Get on board or fuck off. Um, where were we? <laughs> Massive danger <laughs> there. Pedro Sancho says, can you think of a villain that Willem Dafoe wouldn't nail? He would, oh, you know, he would have been a great joker. Oh, yeah, definitely. That laugh. Yeah, he would have been a great joker. Uh, Word789 says, I liked Jamie Foxx in this movie. He was my fave. He was fantastic. Proper redemption. Uh, Frank Torres says, Defoe is such a good actor. The mask slows him down. 
go and see No Way Home, my friend. It don't <laughs> slow him down in this film. Uh, by the way, for you guys, it, okay. And here we go, back to the outhouse stuff. Everyone's loving Willem Dafoe. Who has seen The Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson? Because that's a movie y'all should see. That is stellar acting. That's Dafoe at one of his best roles. Uh, Word789 says, I liked how they made all the villains live, uh, livable with good lines. Yep, likable. Yeah. Likeable with good lines. Yeah. Gavin Mance is controversial, but I don't rate Scorsese as highly as most people. I like some of his films, but that's it. It is controversial. Yep. It is a fair point. It is controversial because he is pretty universally loved. But I'll say this. I think his last two movies have sucked. (laughs) (laughs) The Irishman I had no time for. Like, There's a reason that that movie went to streaming because it was three hours of fluff. And Silence, even though it had my boy Andrew Garfield in it. Silence was not a good film, in my opinion. Uh, Pedro Sancto says, I understand Scorsese's point, and to an extent I agree with him. It's a different kind of movie experience altogether. Y- yes, but... what? But th- th- that's the counter um, argument yeah. to that point, is that it's a different type of experience. Yes, I, I, will, love, I will clearly go down and sit through... Uh, epic like The Departed and absolutely love it, eat it up mm. every single moment. Yeah. But then, like, you know, why does that mean I can't go and enjoy you know, Spider-Man Godzilla like, vs. Kong yeah, Fast the, 9 the big, Stupid shit. Yeah. You know, those disposable stuff. Not everything has to be meaningful cinema. Some things can just be for entertainment. Yes. The whole thing is about escapism. Yes. Coke and popcorn in the mouth. Turn brain off. Have some fun. Exactly. You know? Spider-Man Noah Hill has not moved me to my core. It has not altered my outview on life. But it gave me a fucking good time with my friends for two and a half hours. And exactly. that... And again, there's different reasons why you're going to want to watch different types of films. Yeah. Like, that's why we have different genres. Like, that's why we have, you know, different methods of shooting. Um, if it was all Bingo. the same, it would just be boring. Like, if yep. you come out with, like, 20 films um, a year, that would be boring as well. Yep. So I feel yep. everyone just needs to be accepted that, yeah, maybe Marvel films are cleaning up at the box office, but that's because they're the most appealing to the general audience. It just yep. is why it is. Just, you need to just focus on making, you know, good films. Like, yep. um, just do what you do. Like, who saw Wes Anderson's the French, the French Dispatch? That's another great film that came out this year. Wes Anderson's new movies, one of the most beautiful films I've seen in years. I imagine very few people saw that too. See what I mean? There's so much so the, original the people content. People are going to come anyway to see that film. Hmm. Like It's not going to change your audience if Marvel stops making films. Exactly. If anything, it's counter-programming. It's like, oh, you're someone who doesn't like Marvel? No problem. We have the French Dispatch available for you to see. Please come to the cinema and appreciate this movie instead. Uh, Giza 1962 says, I never care for the Green Goblin Bridget mask. Ha! You're gonna love No Way Home then, my <laughs> friend. I- I'll say no more. Uh, Word 789 says, Scorsese lost his touch, hated his last De Niro movie. Yeah, The Irishman, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked balls. <laughs> uh, Paul Thomas Anderson also mentioned how he understood Scorsese. Yeah, he's being diplomatic. You don't openly slam Martin Scorsese, do you? Come on. Um, Ruby Thomas says superhero films are saving cinema at this rate. Let's be real. Yes, literally, <laughs> literally, they are putting money in the cinemas to keep them alive. Like, yes, 100%. Uh, 
uh word 789 says although the movie had many plot yes 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 no spoilers please uh frank torres says love scorsese but he disliked marvel films because he's actually on the outside it's one of the few movies he doesn't know how to make <laughs> yeah but then do you know what i'd love to see scorsese try and do something like i don't know a blade movie or a tombstone movie how good would a scorsese tombstone movie be come on come on how, how about he wants it like takes a shot at the punisher I wouldn't have oh, seen that at all. Yeah. There you go. Scorsese doing the Punisher. That's a fan. Love that. Fantastic. Um, Mixed Memorabilia says, fantastic guys. Look, I'm here and I'm not a fan of Marvel, but the discussion is yeah, Mixed Memorabilia. Love you. By the way, Mixed Memorabilia, Indian movie coming, as I said, in my top 10 next week. I'm very curious to see if you've seen it. Uh, Pedro Sanctos says, Defoe's mask was a mistake in my book um, at Giza 1962. It made... It looked like Ultron, <laughs> Ultraman, Yaspin, and the likes. Y'all are going to love No Way Home then. Okay, spoiler. First spoiler from No Way Home. Blah, blah, blah. Hands in the air. Warning now. The mask is gone. The mask is gone. The mask is gone. Um, Andy Hart says, I saw the last draw in the cinema. really liked it. Andy, thank you. See? Good film. Good fun film. And it... You know, it had, you know, Damon, Affleck, it had uh, Adam Driver. This was an amazing high-budget medieval film. No one fucking saw it. <laughs> and it was really good. You know what? Honestly, I think they just um, fucked up with their timing of release. Oh, completely. Had they released that earlier in the year, then people would have gone and seen it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Word 789 says, who's seen Silence? Present. Sucked. Hated it. I did not care for Silence. And that, that's literally a movie that was made for me. Japan, Andrew Garfield, made by Martin Scorsese. You would think that that's right up my ballpark. No, nope, didn't work for me. Uh, Pedro Sancto says, the argument of ruining cinema is dumb indeed, and it's a recurrent one, isn't it? It resurfaces. Yeah, it's so boring. Like, what was it a few years ago? It's like, oh, these Star Wars movies. It's like, oh, shut up. Have a Coke, a bag of popcorn, a smile, and shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> Gavin Man Anything says, that's at the top, basically, is going to receive the same criticism. Of course it is. Like, you know, Avatar, biggest grossing movie of all time. Oh, the gay Smurf movie. You know, it's like, sure. That's not what they call it. <laughs> the Germans call it that. I'll never forget, man. Right. When I was in Thailand, I'd just come back from the UK and I experienced Avatar in beautiful 3D. Come back to my condo in Thailand and um, the guy who manages the condo says, you know, kind of... He doesn't give a fuck type of German guy called Raoul. And I said, I was like, hey, man, Raoul, you, you need to go to the cinema to check out. I was like, oh, you like that shit? It's a gay Smurf movie. This <laughs> 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 always stayed with me, the gay Smurf movie. Um, <laughs> I kind of get it, but it looked pretty and it was an experience and it was great. But it's become trendy to hate on it, of course. It's become trendy. Basically, as you said, Big Tone, anything big. People hate Titanic. Why? Titanic's fun. Titanic's a good time. Uh, Pedro Sancto says, nothing's ruining cinema. Like all things, cinema is constantly mutating and evolving. Yeah, kind of like the COVID pandemic, right? <laughs> uh, Word 789 says, everyone clapped at that one moment in Noah home. There you go. You see? There were, there were multiple parts where people were clapping and cheering. I mean, you know, it was so much fun. Mm -hmm. It was such a laugh. Um, 
Then Bofa the Hobbit says, I never heard of The Last Jewel or House of Gucci. This is proving my point. And Bofa the Hobbit is someone who likes their movies. And House of Gucci, a Ridley Scott movie that came out this year. Some people saw it. Some people didn't. Some people haven't even heard of it. Here is your proof, guys. This is what I'm saying. Like, movie fans. We are all movie fans here. And I'm like, actually surprised House of Gucci isn't bigger. But can I be real? It's not that good. That's why. That's actually why it's not bigger. The trailer, <laughs> the trailer was amazing, like amazing. This, it, it's guilty of the same things that Alien Covenant was guilty of. It's like Ridley Scott trying to be a bit too full of himself. It's like, boy, just can you lighten up? <laughs> can you try and entertain me instead of preaching to me? Um. And that, yeah, Andy Hart agrees with me. The Lighthouse was excellent. Pedro says the Lighthouse was excellent. Uh, mixed memorabilia, great shiny cut. Oh, he has seen Sarpata Parambarai. Please watch the true tragic Korean film, The Champion. I will check that out. By the way, Big Tone, if you are on Twitter, mixed memorabilia is really one to follow. Like the movies this person pulls out from, like, like, have you seen this movie? No. Like, my list of movies I need to see has grown from that to off screen. Like, because it makes memory brilliant. Like, I'm not on Twitter, uh, but I will take your suggestions. I'll relay them to you. How about that? Word seven eight nine says Irishman was shit. I agree. Um, Gavin Mann Where, says, "Is Peter Mullen Apple. in the lighthouse?" No, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. It's a two man show. Mixed memorabilia says, Nico, the Irishman is not three hours, but four and a half hours. And it's like a fine red wine. Yeah, it's true. If you leave it out too long, it goes bad. It's exactly like a fine red wine. <laughs> uh, word 789 says, someone was crying in my theater for No Way Home. We have one or two actually crying in, our, in ours for No Way Home. It was nice to see people being moved. See, they can move you to your core. Um, Riri Thomas says, would love to see Willem Dafoe and Christoph Waltz in a film together playing proper evil characters would be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so there's a lot of comments that have come through, guys. Just I can't read them all. Oh, this one's interesting, though, from Munteza Ali. Uh, I want to see Quentin Tarantino do a Marvel movie. Uh, I don't think he could, really. I would love to, because essentially all of Tarantino movies are basically comic strips. They're literally yeah, but... <laughs> they're a bit too violent. They're a bit. Do you know what Tarantino would uh, would be great? Lobo. Uh, that, yeah, that would be great. Lobo. Tarantino doing Lobo. Actually, it depends, isn't it? If they're gonna do hard R uh, yeah. Marvel films, yeah, then yeah, give it to Tarantino all day. Mm. Uh, Word seven eight nine says, imagine a Scorsese Spawn movie. That would be interesting. I I could see that. Um, okay, right. So, big fuck me, that was a massive tangent. Big time, that was your number seven. Uh, what, what's your number six? Um, uh, number six, like, not in any way because I feel it should be low, lower than the others or whatever. It's just the others were just simply higher. But number six is Into the Spider Verse. Oh, my fucking word, no, my friend, that sir is a punt. <laughs> Oof, sacrilege. Uh, my number seven then, we're obviously going to punt. My number seven, it's the OG, the Tobey Maguire and his dumb face, Spider-Man. Punt. Punt. Punt it is. Uh, right. So uh, my number six was uh, the amazing Spider-Man, which we've obviously just discussed. So big turn. Your number five, please, sir. 
Far From Home. Far From Home at your number five. And for me, that is also my number five. Perfect. Now I'm going to leave this poster up a moment. How bad is this poster? <laughs> like, legitimately, how shit is this poster? Like, have you noticed that? What's the one thing that this poster does that not a single other poster does? Spider-Man's not wearing his freaking mask. Yeah, yeah. Like, in every poster, it's Spider-Man with a mask on. But it's like, I, I don't know what Marvel were thinking here. It's like, Spider-Man's not going to wear his mask. Mysterio's not going to have his globe. Like, why? They just want to show the actors. But to be honest, like, if they're clever, they can have um, the actors without the mask and masks in the same poster. Mm-hmm. This is it. Photoshop. But let's talk about the movie. Fuck the poster. Talk about the movie. Big time. Lead it. <laughs> All right, you know what? I really enjoyed Far From Home. Again, it was, um, as we know, it was the first film after the major film, Endgame. So everyone was like, oh, not sure what to expect now because obviously the whole landscape of uh, Marvel has changed. How are they going to address certain things? How, what are the repercussions going to be? And for that, it was um, a nice little opening act. Um yeah. In like basically establishing uh, where we're going from here, acknowledging the blip as they called it. I liked uh, the fact that they had their own little word, buzzword for it. That's a nice touch. <laughs> that opening video with everyone died, uh, everyone who died from the Avengers. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Um, I tell you what, I really liked. I liked uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, um, his um, his performance as uh, Mysterio. Loved it. It was it was completely different. From any Mysterio we've seen before, but it was good, like because again it was very in sync with the MCU. Completely, yeah, like you could definitely see that character being created in the MCU. Yep. I don't have that much to add to that. Actually, you've kind of summed it up nicely. I did like the globe trotting aspect to it. I thought seeing Spider Man in London and Venice, I was like, this is pretty cool. Um, I like the different suits that they had. The one thing I've kind of found that the Tom Holland Spider-Man run is guilty of, it's a bit of a soundbite. I just happen to agree with it. I wish they would stop. They didn't do it in No Way Home, thankfully, but in Spider-Man Homecoming and certainly in Far From Home, they did it the worst. It's like, bro, you're not Iron Man Jr. You're Spider-Man. <laughs> you're Spider-Man. Like, how mad is it that the world we live in now, Iron Man is a bigger character than Spider-Man, arguably? I always loved Iron Man. Like, oh, bro, um, I always loved Iron Man. But let's be real: growing up in the eighties and nineties, most people didn't know who the fuck Iron Man was. Yeah, it's true. Most people didn't. I mean, yeah. I I knew who Iron Man was well, obviously reading the comics, but more the animated uh, show that tied into all the other shows. Surprisingly good, right? Yeah. Oh man, remember that testosterone in, that filled the um, opening? Yeah. I am Iron Man. He's just yeah. with his hammer. And his shirt off, just bang, just beating the the proper macho stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I always liked that. Um, so, like, um, yeah, I see what you say, but then again, I suppose it's a bit of a callback to um, the comics when um, there was a time when Tony Stark and Spider Man was real close. Mm. This was in um, the run up to the Civil War, the first one. That's why Spider Man got that suit. Like um, it's different. It's different colors. Which which Civil War? The Brew the Brew Baker run or the um the Miller run? 
like the first Civil War, like first. um, yeah, Civil War one, not two, um, and like that's where you still first got the Red Scarlet suit, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, oh, and like cute. obviously in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's um got blue in it, but it's the same suit, you know, with the claws and whatnot. Yeah, so I mean that's why I wasn't too offended by that, but I suppose if you don't know that. <laughs> It's like why we tried to make Spider-Man, Iron Man, Julia. Yeah, literally that. By the way, you've pissed off people in the chat with your uh, with some of your positioning, but that's the nature of a top ten list, right, Big Tone? <laughs> Words seven out of nine. Oh my fucking god, six into the Spider-Verse should be up there. Well, you know, what, like I said, go on into the Spider-Verse. It's not that it's like six because like it's not. Um, a good film, yeah, it's just but I enjoyed the others better. That's it. Yeah. Like, if I could all put them at the same level, I probably would do that. But if we're ranking them by how we've actually enjoyed them and what those movies are actually meant to you, then, like, you know, I've only just, like, not too long ago seen Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, oh, and I, like I really enjoyed that film. I really did. Um, yeah. This is not a bad, I have a bad thing to say about that film, but I enjoyed Far From Home better than that film. Wow. That is not something I hear every day, but bro, fair play to you. Um, a few people have agreed about the poster, though. Uh, Frank Torres says the Far From Home poster looks like a bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> it legit does. Let me bring it up again. This is ridiculous. What is this? This is like if a knockoff company made a Spider-Man movie and then photoshopped famous actors' faces on it. It's such a shit poster. Like, it's legitimately awful. Uh, Word789 says it looks like a poster from 2001, like a Euro poster. <laughs> but now here's a comment that's going to both shock Tone and I, and I think a few people in the chat. I can't stand Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I don't no, like 10-year-old... No, no. old... I've heard that before. Have you really? Yeah, I've heard that before, with it? Like, um, certain people have found him a bit too whiny and thought, like, you know, he's a bit too babyish. Like, um... Whiny. Well, I, try, I, I, I invite try. you to look at Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire if you think Tom Holland's well, whiny. This is it. Like, um, my, my couch argument was like, look, it's just a younger version of Spider-Man, the youngest one we've seen. And to be honest, Spider-Man's supposed to be young. This is it. Spider-Man's kind of meant to be a kid. He's meant to be a high school teenager, right? Yeah. It's just wrongly named. He should be called Spider-Boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, again, far from home... Um, the, like the fights as, as well, like you know, all the parts with the drones and everything, when he yeah. uses spider sense to just like handle them at the end, there's a lot to like in that film, Mary. How well was the spider sense handled in No Way Home? Oh, exactly. oh, so just mm -hmm. we'll get to that film later. Pedro Sancto says, even though he might be one of the folks responsible for the worst one, Sam Raimi was such an inspired choice to doubt he was. He really was. He's always done great movies, Sam Raimi. Riri Thomas says, Far From Home personally bored me a bit. I thought a lot of the comedy fell short, but it was okay, in my opinion, would be in a similar place. Yeah, middle of the road. Uh, <laughs> and Gavin Mann just says, just notice Nico's t-shirt. Yeah, baby. Daddy saw us wrecked right here. My man. <laughs> uh, Word 789 agrees. Iron Man Jr. Spider-Man aspect really annoyed me. Uh, and Pedro agrees that's when they turn the character into my Iron Man. Uh, Giza likes your shot, big tone. Scorsese probably could do a good Punisher movie. Uh, and 
Pedro Sanctos says, I hate Spider-Man having constant radio chats uh, with an assistant, a.k.a. 24's <laughs> Chloe. Was that in recent edition? I, I haven't read the recent editions of Spider-Man, actually, Big Ton. That, you're you're going to have to answer that one. Does he have a radio assistant? Uh, you know what? I, I can't remember. Like, I haven't um, read any specific Spider-Man comments in the last probably couple of years. Just like the big crossovers. And I've never seen him with um, an assistant. Hmm. I think that's it's, something like to the specific to the films. Yeah. Giza 1962 says, so true. Iron Man was really a minor comic book hero. All credit goes to Robert Downey. He made that character into the best Avenger. Oh, best Avenger. Boy, now you've just opened up a can of worms. Not with me, but I imagine there's going to be a lot of people. No, so <laughs> <laughs> Captain America. August Fernandez Brito says, what the fuck? AJ changed a lot. So while we've got a lot of people here, I actually said this at the beginning when just a few people had tuned in. Uh, guys, AJ is off this week because he's actually afflicted quite severely with uh, COVID. So if everyone could please send their love to him, that would be greatly appreciated. You can drop the comments down below and I'll send them off to him. But yeah, he I'll read out. A bit. Actually, do you know what? I'll read it out now since we're on the topic. Uh, he does send a message through to everyone. Bear with me. Uh, hey, screeners. Uh, da -da -da. I could get the message up that would be great hey screen is sorry can't be with you all today the global one has got me but as well as my top 10 just wanted to wish everyone a happy holiday season and hopefully catch you next week p.s if you haven't already go see no way home but more importantly enjoy this episode love from aj so that's that is and i'll read aj's top 10 out when we get to the end but yeah aj is afflicted quite badly quite 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 badly um so, yes, that's an answer to that, August. Uh, Riri Thomas says, a lot of people call Tom Holland's version Iron Boy. They're not keen on how much influence there was. Iron Boy. That's funny. It, it's kind of on point, though, isn't it? And Andy uh -huh. Hart says, really looking forward to what Raimi does with Doctor Strange. So much. So, 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 so much. Just bring that horror element you that he's famous for into a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be so, so great. Here we go, straight away. <laughs> Word 789 says, I hope Remy adds horror element. Yes, please, God, let that be. Uh, Frank Torres, thank you for your well wishes. Um, August says, we love you, AJ. Take care. Thank you, guys. Get well soon, AJ. Thank you, Gavin. And Pedro Santos agrees, Iron Boy is genius. Iron Boy is actually amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so that was both of our number five. Big Tom, what is your number four, please, sir? Okay. My number four is Homecoming. Big Tone, that is also my number four. How cool is this poster? <laughs> yeah, you see, that, that's a Spider-Man poster. Now that is a freaking poster. How cool is that? Anyway, yeah, Homecoming. This one's special for me because you know what? For all the love I had for Andrew Garfield, I was a little bit bitter that I was like, oh, God, they've lost yeah, Andrew already. Oh, they can't. Yeah, you know, you've got that bitterness when you've actually found someone who you really like, and then he's gone through no fault of his own, and it's recasting. It's like, well, you know, in Marvel, we trust all hail Captain Feige, our tribal chief. Um, that's a WWE <laughs> reference for you there. And I, for me, I know I, Word 789 said they didn't like him, but like I, I think Tom Holland nails nails this character. And to see him arrive without having to have the Uncle Ben story done a la Pearls again, it's just nice. 
that you've got mm. that kind of teenage aspect, which he's kind of famous for, to be honest. And I, I, I think they nailed it. And Michael Keaton. Well, look, Michael, Michael Keaton was the standout of that film. Like, you know, his whole demeanor, the way he spoke when he's giving him that little speech um, in the warehouse where he's just stalling for time. You yeah. don't understand, Peter. You're young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, he was a brilliant casting. Like, such a, you know, it was such a good call to cast him in that role. I adore Michael Keaton. And I don't mean just because of Batman. I am so happy we are living in what can only be described as the Keatonissance. Because, oh my God, the founder is amazing. Uh, that's an amazing film. That's an amazing film. <laughs> if you haven't film. seen that, go out and watch that. That is sensational. Birdman. Yeah, it's become trendy to hate on it. People saying it's a gimmick movie. I adore that ah, it's, film. It's funny. It's, it's why it is, isn't it? <laughs> he's, he's like Michael Keaton is just the man. He's so fuck. Like he's reminded the world how much of a good actor he is. This isn't just Batman, Beetlejuice, and Mister Mum. Like the guy is, is certified. He's so well, good. Let, let, let's be real. We we all excited to see him in the flesh. Ah. <sighs> Yes, but the, is it a Flash movie then, or is it just Batman Returns Returns? Yeah, but it's Flashpoint, isn't it? Yeah, so... They're trying so hard to get their Spider-Verse, aren't they? <laughs> well, to be honest, like DC did do it first. They keep trying to point this out. They did it first. Not on screen, they didn't. Yes, they did on the screen. They're what's it, Crisis of Opportunity. Oh, oh, the CW. Oh. Ah, fuck that Yeah, shit. the CW stuff. No, it's, they still did it first. Like, they was the first to bring in, like... um the Superman returned Superman into the Arrowverse and say basically all of their universes are connected. See, I gave up on the CW-verse because I thought the way Flash season one ended, I was like, nah. That, <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was the worst ending I think I have ever I'm seen in a TV show. I'm not going to make an argument for the CW-verse because like, they lost me as well. I'm just saying that they did do it first, right? And they did do it properly first because again you had um okay not on the big face? screen big not screen. on the big screen um but they had Bradley Ruth in it reprise his role as Superman returned Superman fighting that was nice and obviously they yeah. had Kevin Conroy as Batman which is nice and exactly yeah, so. they had some good stuff no doubt but I'm sorry what's his face who plays Oliver Queen what's his name Stephen oh, Amell Stephen Amell he's fucking like awful he is oh, really? he's like awful. <laughs> if anyone wants to see how good Stephen Amell is, just go and watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh my word. Uh, come on, that's not fair now. <laughs> did, did you see him as, as uh, Casey Jones? <laughs> that's not fair now. Oh my... <laughs> like you're putting him in his like, it's worse I'm firing more. shots, but they're fair shots. <laughs> they're fair shots. I, I think he was pretty good in um, Arrow up to season four, probably. Oh, Beta Batman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that can't be argued with. But Green Arrow arguably has always been a beta Batman. Yeah. Pedro Sancto says, I like Michael Keaton a lot, but thought he was a terrible Batman and even worse Bruce Wayne. Oh, shit! Um, it's controversial. <laughs> Damn, we got some controversy in the chat today. Don't like Scorsese, don't like Tom Holland, don't like Keaton. And guys, do you know what? I love you all for this. Because... How boring would it be if we all agreed we and we were all the same, right? 
I think it's awesome hearing people. I think it's freaking fascinating for a lot of... He's not my favorite, but for a lot of people, Keaton is their Batman. Like, for me, Christian Bale for the win, but... Yeah, Christian Bale's my Batman, so... <laughs> yeah, but... AJ's so weird. I mean, AJ, I love you if you're watching, but he's so weird about some stuff. It's like, I don't like Woody Harrelson. I don't like South Park. I don't like Jackass. I think Bale is a bad Batman. Because he growls. It's like, but, yeah, but you wouldn't we just all use your normal things. voice, would you? We all have our things, in it? Like, you know, you guys hate Idris. Who else is it you've got a problem with? Um, oh, like... Will Ferrell. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like your hate for Will Ferrell is so hilarious. Man. It's deep. The hate for Will Ferrell is deep. <laughs> the hate for Will Ferrell is real, my friend. Oh, Frank Torres geez. says, "Aren't May catching Peter in the costume his best sign off to a Spider-Man movie?" We left the theater laughing. Yeah, exactly. And, and um, the way she reacted as well, it was on point. So on point. <laughs> See, I, I do like Homecoming for one reason, like, um, in particular. It really humanized Spider-Man yeah. more so than pretty much all the other films. Like, um, yeah. he wasn't fighting, no, like, you know, world-ending, like, like being or whatever. No, he was your like, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Exactly. And, like, yes. a very contained story fighting a villain that, like, you know, is kind of on his level. Yeah. Yeah, literally. And even then, he kind of got his ass whooped. Yeah, well, several times. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's one thing that they did in Homecoming, which, okay, second spoiler warning for Homecoming. is minor, though. Like, it, it, it's one of those things which most people would have probably forgotten about. Scorpion is in Spider-Man Homecoming. Where the fuck was he in No Way Home? Yeah, but we haven't actually seen Scorpion properly. But he's there. Why have They've they not gone him. back to this awesome character? But here's the thing, isn't it? Like, if we do a Spider-Man 4, we can do Scorpion. They must. They must. They have to. Oh, here's a fun fact for you. The actor who plays Scorpion, do you, do you play the Far Cry games? Yeah. Have you played Far Cry 3? Yeah. Vas? Have I ever told oh, you the definition Vass. of insanity? That's Vas. Same oh, guy. It? That's Vas. The guy who plays Scorpion is fucking Vas. Oh, How wow. cool is that for a geeky tie-in? <laughs> wow, that's mad. It's mad, isn't it? It's such yeah. a good one. And that's why I'm like, please give me Scorpion. Vas the Scorpion all day. Yes. <laughs> all day. Um, Gavin Mann says, speaking of Keaton, did you see Worth on Netflix? Stanley Tucci in the supporting world is brilliant. No, and that is being added to my watch list for tonight. Worth. Thank you, Gavin. Uh, Riri Thomas says, I think Zendaya is a great MJ. Yeah, I, I think she is. As In the fact that she's not MJ. She's a different MJ completely. And it's a different character. It's a different, um, you know, leading lady to any of the ones we've seen. She's completely different from Gwen and um, Kirsten Dunst's Mary Jane. Yeah. And yeah. she's just, I'm sorry to objectify for any ladies in the chat. Please don't hate me. I'm just appreciating... She is one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Oh my fucking god! Like, <laughs> Dem the Tech, the madman, saying, "Ah, oh, she's not that hot." By the end of it, he was like, "Okay, I see what you're saying." It's like, yes, Zendaya <laughs> yes. is stunning. Like, she, she's your beautiful, um, and she's she, also a hell of an actress. She is a hell of an actress. That's why she's getting like all the roles, like all yeah. of the roles. Yeah, but like, what I like about her is that she's not really been that that 
you know, that person just to get in the way to like further along the story or for the hero to swoop in and save. She's just been funny, she's been snarky. She's actually like helped him out in many situations. Like um I don't know, and antagonist, she's probably my favorite one. Um mm. like, you know, the female antagonist. She was great in the, well, I mean, great. She was very good in The Greatest Showman. She didn't have that much to do. I thought for the little role that she had, she was a scene stealer in Dune, but I'm, I'm an unabashed defender of that movie. I thought nah, but You know what? She, she's incredible. coming though, isn't it? I mean, that, that's the whole thing. Dune was opening season and I can't wait for part two. So, how good was Dune, bro? How Dune was fucking, Dune was so good. Um, Andy Hosses, yeah, visual masterpiece. Absolutely. Andy Hart says, did they bring back Singer and Spacey? <clears throat> Moving on. Um, Pedro Santos says, isn't Zendaya's character more of a Gwen Stacy than MJ? Big tongue. <laughs> when I used to read the comics, MJ was a famous rich model. So they've reinvented a lot. So there's always been this kind of thing like she's MJ, she's not Mary Jane. But then, okay, third spoiler, warning, just tune off for five seconds. They call her Watson. In No Way Home, they do call her that. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of confused now with this MJ. Is she? she look, she's like... that. She's that like um, universe's equivalent of um, uh, Mary Jane. It's as simple as that. Like you know, yeah. They, they established clearly in No Way Home that some things are the same, some things are different in different ways. They even refer to Gwen as his MJ. Yeah, as um. Which I thought was beautiful. Mm. I thought that was a beautiful touch. Um, Andy Hart says, Keaton was a great Batman and the best Bruce Wayne. No! Bale! But I defend your right to have that opinion. He's the second best. He is the second best. Yeah. Uh, Giza1962 says, No one likes Zendaya. She is beautiful, but no one likes her character. Big tone. I invite you to disagree, because I know you will. No, I, I like her character. Like um, <laughs> Again... She's what to call it. She, I like the snidiness. I, I don't know. It's just um, maybe. She's so exactly. Yeah. The sassiness, the snidiness, the, the piss take and everything. Yeah. Like, um, it's a nice break from the norm of the typical antagonist that we've been getting. Yeah. Like the female, like, uh, with Kirsten Dunst always falling off high places. Yeah. <laughs> Gwen Stacy, like, running into danger, even though. <laughs> you know, there's an electric guy, a guy literally shooting lightning about, but all right, let's go run into danger. I choose to be here. Okay, let's see how that works out for you. Yeah, <laughs> le legit. Um, Pedro Sancto says Bale was the best Bruce Wayne so far, and he also should have been James Bond back in the day. Um, Mixed Memorabilia says, God blessings to AJ. He will be okay. He's a cool, calm, collected warrior. Beautiful words. Thank you, Mixed Memorabilia. Gavin Mann says, Adam West, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> he's a product of his time. Like, yes. um, he's, he's a classic. And without him, we might not have the others today. So you got to give him his props. You do. You do, you do, you do. Riri Thomas, it's not often we disagree, but Riri Thomas says Bale was the best mix, but I would say Affleck is the best Bruce Wayne. Oof. That actually, if, if you think about it, though, like it does actually Bruce Wayne. Ben Affleck's very good as Bruce Wayne. I don't like Ben Affleck, mate. <laughs> 
As Bruce Wayne, he's very good. Uh, although, I, do you know what annoyed me about him? They gave him some great lines. He had such good lines in Batman v Superman. Tell me, do you bleed? It's such yeah, but a... then they went and ruined it. Yeah, with the whole Martha. What is that name? name? What is that name? <laughs> <laughs> It was like I was in it, like seeing that from after thinking Man of Steel was one of the best super films I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then that's what they did in the sequel. I was peed off, man. Bro, <laughs> to be fair, the director's cut is a huge improvement on the theatrical release. The problem, why do you say that name? Is still that, in there. That's still there. To be honest, in it with that whole thing, I feel what they should have done is split that film into two. It yeah. should have been like Batman versus Superman. And that should have been the main focus. Bingo. Not anything else. Not no Wonder Woman, not no Doomsday. You could have done that in the sequel, Dawn Bro, of Justice. Just do the Frank Miller storyline. Just do the Dark Knight Returns. Not Rises, Returns. Just yeah. do that yeah. culminating. Oh, Yeah, exactly. There doesn't need to be any Lex. There doesn't need to be any Wonder. There doesn't need to be any... Um, this damn sure should have been Doomsday. Doomsday should have should have appeared to like a good few films down. Yeah, big time, bro. It you killed, killed me. off what's it, Superman in the second film or so. It killed me because the way that Man of Steel finished, you know, with the semi leveling of Metropolis, you could have done the the Frank Miller storyline in there. You know, the different gangs that were springing up. Yes, granted, it was in Gotham, but you could have. Put that in well, the you know what? To be honest, um, Batman First Superman started off awesome. Yes, that first yes, was brilliant, brilliant. I completely agree. But you've got one of the greatest comic writers of all time. He's literally written the script for you. It's there. It exists in animated form. The fight in that film, you could have just literally done copy paste, and the geek boys would have been happy. And that speech that old man Bruce gives Superman when he's beaten him. I want you to remember the one man who beat and, and, you. Yeah, and you're why didn't we get that? No, what we got is why do you say that name? It's like fuck you. And then, like I said, like if they would have took uh, the concepts that they had at the later part of that film and fleshed it out in a whole other film, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, where you introduce Wonder Woman. Yeah, you introduce like um, um, Let's Luther, but instead of it being Doomsday, it should have been Metallo or someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Great show. Yeah. I love that. And then you have them teaming up, and then that goes into Justice League. Yeah. Oh, dear. It was depressing. Anyway, anyway there's a lot of Batman thing. comments coming in here, but I want to bring it back to Spidey. So I apologize to everyone, but let's let's keep it Spider-Man for now. So we've talked homecoming. Big Tone, what is your oh sorry? Let me get my list up quickly. Big Tone, what is your number three, please, sir? Okay, my number three is the OG, the original Spider-Man. Wow. So that was the punt from earlier, yes? Um, yeah. Damn. Toby and his stupid face, man. <laughs> All right, let, let's like uh, put his stupid face and like how you might personally feel about him aside. No one can deny how they felt back in 2000 when that film came out. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Like, like, X-Men had just come out, yeah, which was a nice, nice start. And also we had Blade and all that. Which yeah, is amazing. In, like uh, the late 90s, early 2000s. But mm. 
Spider-Man is the first real modern superhero film. Yeah, like hundred um, um, the way that they they shot the whole film. Like, of course, William Dafoe knocked out the park and became basically the baseline for villains for the next twenty years. Yeah, um, that that amazing soundtrack. <laughs> We need us a hero to save us. And they say that a hero will save us. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking saliva and nickelback, innit? Yeah, that was actually cheesy, but great. There you go. And then, like, all the good scenes, you know, where he just gets, he gets the webs and just launches himself just across the air, you know. So many great parts of that film. It was. It's cheesy as hell. <laughs> well, but now, when that's looking from it from a 2021 lens, like you know, there there is a lot of there's a lot of cheese in it, but it's also it's not done in a way where it would you know destroy my enjoyment of it whatsoever. Correct. It's just like again, it's just stuff that make you smile. Let's figure, <laughs> yeah, two thousand and one. The thing is, is that. <laughs> This is a point I was making earlier, right? Spider-Man has always been the top-tier Marvel guy until now when Iron Man's obviously potentially dethroned him. And it's certainly in the more less hardcore geeky but more populous sphere, one would argue that Iron Man's dethroned him. But you go back, arguable. You go back to the turn of the century, like, to, the you know, we'd only had freaking 1977's Nicholas Hammond on screen so far, and now you're going to show me a swinging Spider-Man? Like, oh, shit. Mm, the effects. Yeah, man. Green Goblin's going to... Like, that scene on the on the, on the the Brooklyn Bridge is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. And it does have moments of, you know, not just levity, but gravity. You know, when he arrives, he's like, Goblin, what have you done? You know, he, he's... He, he, the thing that Toby missed for me in these movies is that he didn't have that that cocky cheeky. arrogance. He, he wasn't that, cheeky. Basically. He wasn't like, cheeky, which Spider-Man like, needed. Again, Spider-Man always has the one-liners. I mean, he does have a few one-liners and everything, but it, it's not at the rate that it should be. Yeah, and to be and honest, he, I don't think any of the live-action Spider-Mans have got that down yet. Where Holland's the constant... got the closest for me. Huh? Holland's mm-hmm. got the closest for me. Yeah, probably. I mean, like I've seen them say a couple of insults, but like to point out how integral it is, like mm. in the comics, like um, this whole storyline where Spider-Man got his buddy took over by Doctor Octopus, and it's called uh, the Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. No, 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 Superior Spider-Man. Sorry. And like, um, uh, Green Goblin was fighting Spider-Man, and he was able to tell. That that Peter Peter Parker was the real Peter Parker, thus by Spider Man uttering like one of his quips. Right. He looked, and the panel was so funny because you just see the zoom in his face, and you knew instantly that's the real Peter Parker. Yeah. And I just have not seen that you know, level of banter brought out in the films. Holland's banter in Civil War, I thought, was. On yeah, point. actually, that was good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was free. You know, with the Star Wars references that, oh, wow, you got a metal arm. It's really cool. You know, he, <laughs> he had that childlike wonder about him. That's as close as I think as we've got to proper Spider-Man. Yeah. For me. Um, yeah. So 
There's a few Batman comments here that I'm going to have to breeze over, guys. Uh, Pedro Sanctos says, Spider-Man 1 was excellent, groundbreaking at the time. Andy Hart, I agree with you. Blade was so much better than X-Men and first Spider-Man. Completely. Of those three, Blade is the top movie. I, uh-huh. you'll... But see, at the, at the time, though, everyone has to be honest. I don't think anyone looked at Blade as a superhero film. No, they looked at it as a vampire movie. We look back now that we know, but, you know, most people didn't even acknowledge the freaking Marvel intro at the beginning. I don't even think it had one. It wasn't. It wasn't at the beginning of the first film. They downplayed it, didn't they? It wasn't at the beginning of the first film. It was uh, the second film, Mm -hmm. um, the Marvel crow. But, yeah, I already do Blade because um, of um, the animated series where they had that team up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Which I'm hoping Blade kind of ties into Morbius. You know what I mean? That's how we can link the Sony verse. Well, it'll and, be uh, a shame if they don't do that. Like, you so know. much. So much. Considering that Keaton's in there, so they're kind of crossing universes already. But anyway, that's fan speculation. Uh, Giza1962 says, sorry about Toby's stupid face. It was the only one he had. <laughs> Frank Torres says, no Nickelback slander. I second that, Frank. Uh, and Pedro Sanctos then says, Anyone remember the first trader with the Twin Towers? Vaguely chilling to watch now. Nah, I don't um, Frank Torres says, I think we can say with this massive No Way Home box office bow this past weekend is that Spider Man is back on top of the Marvel Universe. It's been year, um, it's been a year since Iron Man 3. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Giza 1962 says, I'm still confused about the whole Marvel, Sony, Disney situation. How will this play out in the future? I think this is pure speculation, Giza 1962. And Big Tone, feel free to agree or disagree, obviously. But I think what's going to happen is the door is open for Spider-Man to come back as and when they need him. I still think Tom Holland is going to be playing Spider-Man for a while but I think he's going to be very much playing in Sony's playground for the time being. And then when they want to do an assembly, they'll bring him back in. That's my well, feeling. I mean, the beautiful thing is they can do a lot of things here. I mean, they can um, bring make a whole other trilogy for Spider-Man set in the MCU, which is they a will. bit more they like, uh, grounded towards the Spider-Man that we know. They could even bring back um, Andrew Garfield's, like, uh, Spider-Man. Say, if you need, like, um, the Sony first. Yeah. If you, you, they can continue with um, their original plans to do the, that Sinister Six movie with him that they set up at the end. Never going to yeah. happen. Uh, you know, and it may not happen, but again, recent events have showed us things that we thought was never, never going to happen. never. It's true, yeah, never say never. happened. So... Like the balls in their court, it's all about what's going to make them the most money in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And what people are going to be most receptive to. And to be honest, like with Spider Man, uh, uh, people are showing up regardless. Yeah. So it's Giza 1962. We don't know is the answer, but the door is open and those studios are going to keep working together. And Tom Holland's just renewed his contract. So you will see it all happening for a while still. Uh, mixed member Billy asks, out of curiosity, where does the Flash feature in the Marvel DC etc. universe? Okay, Marvel DC, completely separate things. Flash belongs with DC and Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, so the, the less good side, arguably. Not in terms of characters, in terms of the movies we've been given. Yeah, um, it's funny though, like in terms of cartoons and animation, it's the other way around. Like, you know, DC completely. has blown 
<laughs> blown anything Marvel's really done. Well, not minus just that. The, let's let's not beat the around the bush. But let's also not beat around the bush. DC have got the three biggest comic book characters of all time. Like that's not a debate. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. They are the biggest. They are, but it's, I know it's questionable nowadays, isn't it? Populous, yes. Geek culture, no, I guess, is the way we look at it. Based on how the movies have performed, I mean, they ain't got shit on Marvel. But historically, DC have got the big guns, not Marvel. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to think Iron Man is a C-list hero. He is. Iron Man was so well, not cared about that when Sony went and basically purged Marvel back in the day, they said, Nah, we don't want him. <laughs> give, give us Spider-Man. Uh, do you want the Hulk? Do you want something else? It's fine. We'll just give us Spider-Man. You keep the rest. And they literally created a universe out of B-listers and C-listers. Yeah. Oh, look, AJ's in the house. AJ, good to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, you're missed, and there's a lot of love coming your way from uh, from the crowd. But yeah, so Big Tone, that was your number three. I get it. I get it putting that high. I'm guessing we're about to say punt here because Big Tone, my number three is Spider-Man No Way Home. Punt. <laughs> yep. Thought that was coming. Uh, so your number two, please. My number two is Spider-Man 2. Uh, your number two is Spider-Man 2. That is a punt. Okay. Uh, my number two is your, your your ridiculous fucking positioning of this movie. This is the one big one. I'm like, no. My number two is Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. And yes, I do rate this film higher than I rate No Way Home. Not because of the experience I had. I'm completely with you, Big Tone. Spider Man No Way Home gave me not quite, but it gave me close to Avengers Endgame levels of enjoyment because of the cinematic experience of the crowd we had around us, right? Because of the legacy and the lineage of the film. The experience is a huge component of how one ranks a movie, but taking the emotion out of it, looking objectively, Spider Verse is a better movie. It's it's less flawed. It's it's the way that the characters come into the universe, especially the Spider Man, is. Way more believable. I, we'll get to No Way Home spoilers when we get it into your position. But as as I told you off air before, I love No Way Home. It has issues. It does have issues. I think I mean, Into the Spider-Verse is as close as you can get to a flawless Spider-Man movie as possible. It's one of the best animated movies I've seen for years and years and years. Like, the, the movie's... Fire, man. There was many things I did like about it. I especially liked um, Octavia, like uh, Dr. Octopus, the female version. That was great. Um, the, the, even the little origin story they had of why Kingpin hates Spider-Man, that was really good. Yeah, and like quite deep as well. Um, Prowler was great. <laughs> the way they Prowler was in. great. Prowler yeah, it went down well too easily, great. though, man. How you die one shot. But anyway. How <laughs> <laughs> you die one shot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I, I would have thought that that suit, you know, was bulletproof or something, but guess One that. Um, I suppose, like, I, I mean, I did like that film, but and everything. But the thing is, though, it's just something that's on like a different level. Like, um, it's a different form of entertainment for me than, um, say, the live-action Spider-Man films, because obviously, you've really got to. Suspend your belief here, really, like because you've got Spider Pig and stuff like that. Yeah, like this is more Sp Spider Ham, 
spider ham. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like the pig is the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, it was Simpsons. Like, and, um, which is all cool, but then this um, falls more into the entertainment where I'm watching this to, you know, be entertained, like, um, in sure. terms of sure. watching, like, you know, any cartoon or something. Yes. In terms um, of the entertainment I got, as I said, I had a bigger kick with No Way Home, but I do put that down to the fact that I was with all of my friends. And I put that down to the fact that I was with in a cinema who were clearly all after the same experiential treatment. I'm the way I've ranked it is purely based as a movie. I think mm-hmm. the music in spite of the music in spite of us is just mwah, fucking insane. The animation style, the pacing of the movie, the, 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 the uniqueness of the, of, of bringing these universes together in this animated realm. It was just like, wow. Okay. Oh, I didn't. I was. I didn't like the animation style all that much. Yo, yeah. again, that's a personal thing. For me, that's I was just like, thing. yeah, like you know, yeah. a lot of people like. Here's a sacrilegious thing. I think the animation in Spirited Away is slightly overrated. I know, I know, Burn the Witch, but I no, love that. Film, again, but... it, it's subjective, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about what you looked at and seen. Um, one thing I feel that they've done is they've created a massive problem for themselves later down the line because. I don't see how you're going to be able to give Miles Morales a better intro story than you, you did in Spider- in, in, Into the Spider-Verse. Like, you can't. That, that was the one. That was the story. Like that I don't see how story. you're going to be able to do it justice when you eventually do the live-action version of it. Peter's roommate, like they did in the video games? Uh, uh, mm. Yeah, I suppose they could go that route. But, like, um, again... Um, how how they handled Peter Parker in that was great. Spider Gwen yeah. in that was great. Peter you know. Parker and his dad bod. I'm sorry, that yeah, was exactly hilarious. Genius. Hilarious. And it makes sense. You know, you get jaded, you stop taking care of yourself, you stop pumping weight, you two will have a dad bod. <laughs> Spider Dad. I get it. Yeah. I mean, like uh Then Cook firing it, shots at you, by the way. Big Tony, are you crazy? Spider Verse was amazing. Yep. <laughs> It is. Like, like I said, Spider First is amazing. That's because my place. Like I said, if I could probably put stuff on the same level, but then again, like um, it's about how these films made me like feel. Um, Into the Spider First is probably one of the more recent films I've seen. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just I watched it. I, I like. It. I, I thought it was good, but in the same way, I would think something like uh, Incredibles is good or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, um, actually, that's a really nice example. You know, it's yeah. I get, yeah, I guess you. But like it's... the Spider-Man films again, I suppose what the difference is is like obviously they all require suspension of belief, but the realism mm. in the live-action films probably makes me like them that much more. And that's fair. And bro, at the end of the day, this is the beautiful thing about a top ten. It all the, how you rank your list is is down to you and your preference. I've gone maybe a bit of a snobby way, but it's kind of like, you know, I'm ranking it based on, you know, kind of objective critique of the movie. Look, if I went enjoyment and I, yeah, no way home would probably yeah, rank All higher. of that, all of that fits in, like um, your objective critique of the films, your actual personal enjoyment, even nostalgia and stuff like that. Mm. It all factors into where you're going to, like uh, make your very subjective list and what you're going to place at number one and number 10. Yeah. You know, completely. but like I said before, I would have, say any of these films are inherently bad it's just i like some more than <clears throat> spider-man 3 um <laughs> in, inherently bad emo man 
Uh, mixed memorabilia tone. This is a question for you for sure. A question I must ask: What did you guys think of the Street Fighter Two animated movie? That is the definitive, like, um, representation of Street Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like on, in the, any film, really. I mean, yes, I do love as a guilty pleasure the Sean Claude Van Damme, Raul Julia, and mostly because of Raul Julia, like, because obviously he blew it away with his lines and everything, but. The true representation of Street Fighter on video is that movie, you know? Um, the way Bison is shown, the way Gal's shown, Ryu and Ken, Ryu being the main protagonist as he should be. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if you haven't seen that You do have film, one of the best speeches ever from Jean-Claude Van Damme. They are killing our friends, but they're sending us home. Well, I am not going home. AJ knows what's coming. AJ's already got me there. I'm going to go up to Bison, and AJ say it with me. I'm going to kick him in the balls. Is <laughs> Van Dam attempting to do dramatic pause? You know, he oh, thinks man. he's Daniel Day Lewis up in this. In the, there will be blood. I drink your milkshake. Dramatic pauses are effective. Jean Claude Van Damme. You see, this is where, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Street Fighter is one of those films where I got high enjoyment out of. Maybe oh, not yeah. for the right reasons, but you know, it's a great laugh. One, it had fire lines from um, M. Bison. Two, it had terrible acting from Kylie Minogue and oh, Sean Crawford Dam. <laughs> oh God! And then it had entertaining fight scenes as well. I'll say this though: if we're talking like comic, if we're talking like video game fight movies, I will defend Mortal Kombat until the cows come home. No, Mortal Kombat is actually the definitive um, computer game film. Yeah. I mean, like, yes, it is corny and a lot That's of places fuck. and everything, but again, that film actually understood the essence of what the hell the game was on about. Hell, like even uh, the new Mortal Kombat, like, has sort of took a sidestep from what really what really the game was actually about like and like introduce some new character that no one cared about like damn this how hard is it to make these computer game films man the stick to the game i don't know just just ask fassbender in it <laughs> yo that is one of the most greatest disappointments of like, so like all time so cinematic all time because again how can you get that wrong? You've got a, an amazing actor in Fassbender. Yeah. And like you've got an easy concept in Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like you don't have to go extravagant and put some silly arm that like mimics their movements and all that. Just do it no, how it was in the games. The animus, virtual reality, simple. Yeah. Why yeah. are you ruining it for? <laughs> Why are you ruining it for? Why is that? Last thing before we just get back onto Spider Man, just because Frank Torres has pulled up such a good line here from Street Fighter. The Raul Julia speech to Ming Na Wen was incredible. For me, it was Tuesday. Yeah. That's such a good line. <laughs> That's the line of the film. That's that the line, the of, line the film, of the man. film, man. Uh, right. So, big turn. That, uh, we've done your number two, which was, sorry, I'm blanking. What was your number two? Uh, uh, Spider Man 2. Spider Man 2, which I punted my number two Spider Man into the Spider Verse. So, your number one? Da, 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 Spider Man No Way Home. Spider Man No Way Home. Now, I'm going to follow Mr. Dan Cook's advice here, and I'm going to say 
you, sir, are riding the wave and you are not looking at this objectively. But is it awesome? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. Now, just forewarning before you carry on, Big Tone, and then the floor is, floor is yours. Guys, arms waving. There will be spoilers here. Okay? Forewarning. We're going to embellish this movie with spoilers. So if you haven't Let's seen it... Let's try not to too much. Not no, too no. much. We're not going to go into every single fucking nook and cranny of the movie. Just please, for warning, we do want to give this movie its justice. There will be some spoilers here, okay? Warning. Mm -hmm. Over to you, okay. sir. Like I said, like, um, I know, like, that's probably how, like, some of you all look at it, like, oh, it's a ride in the wave and everything, but I'm just looking at how I feel about the films, which ones I will watch again, and what order I would watch them again. And again, no, of, none of the Spider-Mans have really given me as much enjoyment as I got from No Way Home. Like, this was so much, so much like, um, like just perfect little love letters for a Spider-Man fan who's been with the series from the beginning, like all coming together and a big like thank you letter to us. Like everything we wanted, we got in that film, yeah. We got the redemption of characters like Electro, yeah, like oh. uh, who you would have thought, like, oh man, Jamie Foxx is such a good actor. Why couldn't they do better? They did better here, yeah. Like, um, um, I thought personally, William Dafoe's the best um, Spider-Man villain, yeah, and here he is. And he, he is the de facto villain. He is the, the de facto villain. He was so good. <laughs> And it, yeah. it was the way they peppered some of the original lines that at the time, especially Green Goblin, that like, Ken Spider-Man came out to play. It was so cheesy in the first movie, like the way he called him on the phone. The way they landed that line in this movie was a thing of beauty. Yeah. And beauty. the interactions with each other as well, like, was great. Like, you know, Doc talking to the Goblin, like, um, Lizard talking to... Um, Electro, yeah, like uh, so many great parts, little Easter eggs, and like, um, look, to be honest, you know, if you're watching this, you know what it is. The other yeah. two Spider Men are in the film, <laughs> they are, yeah, and, and the way this is, the, I said this in the review, which is on the channel now, my review for Spider Man No Way Home, uh, No Way Home. It does not sit right with me the way those two Peter Parkers are brought in. Me personally, see, I, I disagree because I don't feel that you need to overcomplicate it or have some convoluted way of them showing up. My only problem was in maybe the exact method, uh, how how it. they was brought into it. Yeah, now that was just a bit of a you know wavy wavy. Oh, this character can suddenly do that. Okay, why has he done it before? Yeah. But it took the Sorcerer Supreme though, years and years and years of training in Shambhala yeah, to be able exactly. to do that. My man Ned comes along as I want to see Peter Parker. Oh, hi, Andrew Garfield. It's like, yo. No, nah, but you know, that reveal, though, that was good. Oh, the reveal was amazing. The reveal again, was like, amazing. The way you come out and then, like, we, we, and, the, and, and, and like in the cinema, everyone just erupted. Went nuts. They went everyone nuts. Everyone erupted. But, you know, this is the genius of Kevin Feige in... in not so much in his storytelling, because just by the nature of the MCU, the movies are formulaic. They can be accused of being a bit copy and paste. But the one thing Feige knows is how it, to predict his audience. He knew 
that that scene, that specific moment, the Andrew Garfield reveal was going to send thunderbolts through the cinema. Mm -hmm. And did you see when he took off the mask? Yeah. There was a, uh, it was almost like in Friends, you know, when they drop a line, they, they do that, you know, plugged yeah. in, you know, ha ha ha, laugh. And the actors specifically stop so that the laugh can be, you know, faked in. Yeah, that, that was. It felt <laughs> like that. It's like the mask came off, Feige knew audiences were going to go nuts. And it was like, shh, silence. Let them And enjoy. again, it's very clever as well, because again, the order that you did it, it was very um, correct to introduce um, Garfield first. And then, like, you know, you introduce the OG, the man whose face you hate, Toby Maguire. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, but again, that got even a louder ovation, to be honest. Yeah. No, it did. It did. Suck it. I swear down, it did. No, I swear down, the Garfield reaction was bigger than the Toby no, Maguire. No, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. Here, well, either way, they're very, was very loud. It was loud. <laughs> You heard yeah, one boo in the auditorium. Boo. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I didn't even do it loud. I was sitting right next to Den. Who's I, in the I think chat his biasness like, of um, Toby Maguire might have affected this. Like, his hearing. <laughs> For sure. No, but like, um, the way they interacted for each other, like, they are not just here as a cameo. They are legit side characters in the film. Oh, yeah. Which I yeah, thought yeah, yeah, was yeah, brilliant yeah. as well. Like, you know, that's the type of Thing that you wanted to see, you didn't just want them to show up for the last fight, and then that's it. No, they talk to each other. They also talk about stuff in the films that you know we would have liked liked to have known. Um, and I tell you, who really did blow out the park was Andrew Garfield. Man, this he, was essentially why are we surprised by this? Why are we surprised by the man? Um, two point five, really, because he got redemption. He got like closure in that film, and. Like, I, I, like I said, there's so many things to like about this film. And of course, you know, the uh, Doctor Strange, your boy being in it, of course, like, how could he ever be bad? And like, the one to fight with Spider-Man, <laughs> I won't spoil you one day. <laughs> I've got to address one thing that AJ said here, because it is pissing me off. Did we really have time to seeing you Sorcerer be trained? Film was long enough. No, we didn't have time to seeing you Sorcerer be trained. However, we did have time to do a little bit of better script writing. Why could yeah. Doctor Strange not have come back and he be the one who... Let me bring some nah, people nah, in nah, for nah, you. Because again, okay, that, bad that, idea. That bad idea. Whatever. There were other ways of bringing in those two pizza parties. Like, like I said, um, there could have been some um, better like, explanation. Like, for instance... It maybe that magic, um, that Spider-Man shooter he had, maybe the magic Lovely. of that opened um, the portals by accident or something. Lovely. Yeah. Go Not with that. He can suddenly do that. But yeah. a spell that took the Sorcerer Supreme years of training for hmm. College Boy, College Boy MIT reject, if you know, you know, College Boy MIT reject to just, oh, I want to see my friend. No! <laughs> Sorry, you can't get me to swallow that. Other than that, it's pretty funny. I mean, they had a couple of throwaway lines to try and fix it, but even still, yeah, that's the one thing I will say at the time of that. Yeah, didn't sit well with me. But then, like, you know, there's so much that did. The fighting at the end, the combining of their powers, their little speeches they're making to each other, hilarious as well. Um... And then, like, of course, even the, the way the villains, does the back and forth, the banter, some of the lines. Jamie Foxx and um, Sandman, of all people, 
have one of the best lines in the film. Mm. You gotta be careful when you fall. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very good line. Look, I'm still very much riding the high from No Way Home, but I've done I've taken a step back. I slept on it, which is why I didn't post the review same day. And it is great. It has its minor flaws. It does. No film does is perfect, so I'm stating no, it, it, it doesn't. Like, like it's, even Endgame has its minor flaws, isn't it? Of course. It's too yeah, long. But again, what I, one thing I think people need to realise about um, you know, the whole Iron Boy, Spider-Man Homecoming trilogy, like this whole thing, um, judging by the, at the end of No Way Home, this whole thing was an origin story for the MCU Spider-Man. All three movies. Yeah, tie up together and by the end of the film we are with the Spider-Man we know as Spider-Man mm-hmm. yeah there's all of the like key parts and elements in place by the end of that film yeah oh and AJ I've seen your comment first off never compare the Sorcerer Supreme to Twat Boy ever <laughs> that's that's a no no we do not compare Doctor Strange to Harry Potter also Harry Potter can't do shit Expelliarmus, suck a dick. It's, it's all he's got. He's just got good friends. I, I hope Harry. there's no Harry Potter fans. Like, ah, there will be. There will be for sure. Look, so we've punted earlier. We know what my number one is. I still think it's the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Spider-Man Two is my number one. I, I don't well, think. I don't think this has been topped. I just don't. It's my number two, isn't it? And again, it's for good reason. Like you said, like this for many years was the de facto superhero film. It's like a reason why. The person they used to push the whole No Way Home was Dr. Octopus. It's like, you know, even when you see that claw come out for the first time, you know, that got cheers. <laughs> like, um, again, like that whole train scene. So, so many those great parts of Spider Man 2, because obviously we've seen Spider Man 1. Spider Man 1 brought us into a whole new world, and Spider Man 2 is just up in the ante. It's the Empire Strikes Back of superhero films, basically. It really is. I think that's a fantastic way of saying it. It is the Empire Strikes Back of superhero films. They just took everything that was great about the first one and they upped the ante. That train scene is iconic. Doc Ock's amazing double character arc from being super good to super bad to super good again. Like, you know, the inherent good lived within him despite his machinations. Like, it was perfection. I... uh, the only thing, just like, you know, every, every we were saying, no movie's perfect, although, who was it who said, Pedro says, there's a few which are, I agree, Singing in the Rain, Jaws, those movies are perfect, I'll agree with you on that. Um, but there was one scene where I just thought, no, 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 you must not do that. It's when Mary Jane's rushing to him at the end, and she's running across that square, and they've used, like, one of those Instagram super bright filters that you see everywhere now, and there's, like, these white doves that fly in front of her. I'm like, oh, stop it. We didn't need to go that cheesy. This film was good already. Stop that with man. this silliness. But again, Toby McQuarrie requiring too much of these films, man. <laughs> it's real. It's Andy, I see your comment about The Godfather 2. Don't tempt me. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, look, I, I think top to bottom, the acting in this film was great. The pacing in it was superb. Molina was an amazing doc arc. Um I can't really fault it, man. Like, this is... And and he's my least... I mean, Here's how I mean, good this I, film I, is for I, me. No. Tobey Maguire and his stupid face is my least favourite Spider-Man. 
and yet his movie is my top. Yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, um, <laughs> it, it, the film does have its cheesy parts as well, but again, that's again, it's a product of its time. And, like, it's, it, it's really just still a good watch. The fights and everything, the way Spider-Man moves, the Spider-Man combat. Yep. Yeah. Where he, you know, he just grabs the bag, swings it round, slaps him in the face, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's great. One, the end of the train scene has an age well, because we've all got our freaking, you know, smartphones now. Um, it's like, don't worry, Spider-Man, we won't tell anyone. Again. Ultimate cheese, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's like everyone be like, "Oh, look at me! I'm with Spider Man." What? Isn't up, it? Yeah. It's like some selfie. <laughs> selfie with dead Spider Man. Yo, what up? I killed. Sp-. You know, there's gonna be people putting him on the floor, standing over him like that, going, "Yeah, beat up Spider Man." There'll be you people just know making that parts of his outfit to put on eBay. Legit. <laughs> Legit. Legit. And the one scene, the one line that still bothers me, he's just a kid. No, he's not. He's a 30-year-old man already. Like, don't, don't, you, don't you try and tell me Maguire in his stupid face is that old. Is that young, sorry. Again, um, it's a, a suspension of belief thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's our rankings of the Spider-Man movies. Um, AJ, as I said, did write in earlier, and I told you I would reveal his top 10 list. So AJ, who's in the chat right now, Number 10, Spider-Man 1977. Number 9, Spider-Man 3. Number 8, the original Spider-Man. Jesus Christ, AJ. Number 7, Spider-Man 2. Number 6, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 5, The Amazing Spider-Man. Number 4, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 3, Spider-Man 2. You're wrong. That's fine. Um, Number 2, Into the Spider-Verse. That's correct. Number 1, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah! Yeah, One more. AJ. God, like me and you. It's a similar list there. Some of the... Some of the things in it, yeah, it's like, wow, how are you going to put Spider-Man, the OG one, so low? But, hey, each to the own. <laughs> you get me. But how are you going to put Spider-Verse so low? Well, I told you, because, again, <laughs> like, it, basically, if there was another um, live-action film, I probably might not have included Into the Spider-Verse, because that would be on the top of a list of a different list for me. Yeah, if we're talking about animated films and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then like Spider Verse would be very much higher because again, I'll be like looking at it through that lens. Now, while we discuss the Rushmore guys, we're going to do things a little bit differently now. AJ, it's good that you're here, so you'll catch up this. Uh, so you'll hear this. Um, this is an idea from Dem the Tech, and I think it's a damn good one. Instead of everyone dropping their 10 favorites, or in this case, there, although on this episode, it's a weird one because I actually would be interested to see how people rank the Spider Man's. But what we're going to do from sort of here on, maybe it'll be a thing we start in season in the next year in season five. No more top tens. I want to hear what your Rushmores are, guys. So you rush, you give us your Rushmores, and we'll see if that influences our Rushmores. Um, but big tone, let's build the Rushmore. It's you and me, brother. First time <laughs> building a Rushmore together. Um, I'm assuming Spider Man Two has to be in there. Yes, of course. I'm assuming No Way Home has to be in there. Of course. I'm assuming Spider-Verse has to be in there. You know what? I will put Spider-Verse in there. Okay, now how do we pick the fourth one? Um, honestly, if we was to go number four, I've probably got to give it to OG Spider-Man for being the originator. <laughs> it's a strong argument. I'd agree with that. And AJ, 
I'm with you here, man. M- like Maguire just didn't kick it for me, nor me. I do not <laughs> like him and his stupid face. Um, Why are people like his face? <laughs> um, he's my least favorite Spider-Man, but he was in the wow. best movie. It's, but is he, he like in it? Like um, you know, Nate did it. That's his most favorite Spider-Man. So Maguire. Uh, I- yeah, I think my man Nate needs to just go and have... By the way, everyone who's been wondering why I hate Tobey Maguire so much, don't have time to go into it now because I hear my baby crying in the other room, so I'm going to have to get off in a minute. But, uh, by the way, I'm not just abandoning my child. The mother is there with her in case everyone... In case everyone was like, you just left your baby alone. No, <laughs> She's just chilling in the no, She's she just chilling, crying by her... Yeah, no, Listening no. Listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, no, mommy's with her, but I'm not, like, terrible father of the year or anything. Um, but, yeah, so... The original OG Spider-Man. But yeah, so what I was saying about hatred for Tobey Maguire, don't have time to go into it. I just invite everyone to just Google Tobey Maguire Molly's Game. I will even type it in for you. Tobey Maguire Molly's Game. What happened there? Right on. And let's go back to normal. Thank you. Why are we in a private chat here? I don't know what the streaming service is doing. Let's try this again, shall we? Toby Maguire. On his game. Go and enjoy some uh, some research on that one tonight, guys. And what I found fascinating about No Way Home is that Hollywood is very much, and cinema goers in general are very much, I don't support it, but people love a bit of cancel culture. Army Hammer, allegedly a cannibal. Eh, we cancel him. Kevin Spacey, Kitty, you know, we know what that man's done. Hashtag me too. We cancel him. Nearly canceled Morgan Freeman. Uh, who we've J.K. Rowling allegedly wrote about wrote something transphobic, even though there was not a transgender character in her book. It was a transvestite, so that was hysterical. But the world still tried to cancel J.K. Rowling. Go read up on Tobey Maguire, because I think it's fascinating that people are like, nah, he gets a pass. He's, like, he's not a good person. <laughs> like, like, I'm not yeah. gonna, I, I'm not gonna call for the cancel culture card. But I found it fascinating, kind of observing from the outside in, like the way people are like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. But the, the that's wrong. Is, but though, he was Spider Man. He gets a pass. No, nah, no. Nah, but the reality is that I feel it's because they all, all the people in that had the element of criminality. So that's why people don't really care. <laughs> he was the fucker, though. If you've seen Molly's nah, game, he, he, was, did, he, was he, did a, he did a douchey thing, but technically, <laughs> Molly did actually do that to the same guy earlier. I, but I'm not advocating Molly to have a platform to millions of people that makes billions of dollars. I'm just surprised that Disney have said, ah, it's fine. Even James because, Franco, that, that, he was cancelled. Like, this motherfucker's cancelled. Toby's co-star. They're not bringing him back. Nah, he's cancelled. What, what's what's James, uh, what's Franco um, cancelled for? Me too stuff. Oh, uh, see. <laughs> you know yeah, what? I did think Got... it was weird that he didn't turn up in the film. Cancelled, my friend. Oh. That's why I'm why... saying. Look, looking from the outside in, it's like, so even the Goblin, in the same movie as your Maguire boy, he done some shit. He's not cancelled. Maguire's done some shit. Uh, well, I Spider-Man is bringing back. I, I don't know if that's like something I would say is cancelled. Like, you know, and Andy says it here. Andy, Andy Hart says this perfectly here. Molly's game, the movie, went easy on Maguire. Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, Read it? up on it. Well, re- bro, big tone. When we're done recording here, just Google Toby Maguire, Molly's game. 
there is so much nasty shit this guy's been up to. Like it was, I, th that's why I was shocked that they brought him in. I was like, okay, clearly we have we have tears of cancel culture now. <laughs> have you played Spider Man? You get a pass. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that weird woke world we live in. Uh, and Anthony Jordan says, do not put put both Spider Man films in. Garfield deserves a, sh uh, a spot. Actually, big turn. So I see where you're coming from with the whole give it to the OG Spider-Man man. I hear that. For the sake of the Rushmore being, you know, quintessential, diverse, must-see. Yes, there's an argument to be made that the Amazing series aren't must-see. But for the sake of diversity, do we put a Garfield in there or not? You know, but like, which one? <laughs> I mean, Amazing 1, I would say, if we're going to do one. Because Amazing 2 is not very good. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I could live with that. But I can mean, you live with that? Yeah. I want my guy to have a spot. Thank you, AJ, for pointing that one out. So let's go. Amazing one. All right. <clears throat> Big tone. Uh, I'm gonna have to. This is AJ. This is gonna be very weird doing this without you. But let me try. Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of Spider-Man movies in no particular order is Spider-Man 2. Our second entry is Spider-Man No Way Home. Our third entry is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And our final entry into the movie Mount Rushmore of spider-man movies is the amazing spider-man one let's wrap it there big tone because there's no actual aj's not here for one so i can't actually go over what the previous Martin rushmore was and more to the point there wasn't a previous rushmore <laughs> so... Man, the comments are funny the garfield movie set <laughs> wow <laughs> pedro sanctos take it up with aj <laughs> Uh, mixed member video says agree with Andy Nico. What's the matter with which you got for the two amazing, especially De Niro? One word yawn. Oh no, oh no, <laughs> you did not just say Godfather 2 is yawn. Godfather 1, very good. Oh my gosh, oh, man. Wow. and on that note, and on that bombshell, I'm gonna top gear this shit. And on that bombshell, it's goodbye, <laughs> guys. We are gonna be back next week for our final show of the year. It will be on Tuesday. AJ, COVID allowing, will hopefully be back. If not, big tone, you better scramble because I'm gonna bring you back to my friend. Um, but it will be AJ and myself back to round off season four next week. We will be counting down our top 10 movies of 2021. It hasn't been a great year, but there's been one or two hidden gems, which we're going to discuss. So please join us for the season finale next week. Um, between now and then, guys, we wish you all Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, have a great festive season. Just whatever it is you celebrate, whatever it is that you believe in, you go and have the best type of holiday season that you can have. Lots of food, lots of presents, lots of family, lots of loved ones around you. Seasons greetings, many blessings to everyone. Anything you want to add, Big Tone? Uh, thank you, everyone. It's been a great pleasure. You've been a great audience. Thank you, Pedro. Like, uh, bear respect for that. <laughs> I like to come back more often myself. Pedro yeah. Sanctos says, Big Tone, you need to come back more often. He, he Pedro, 
Big Tone's on more often than you think. We're going to make him a regular for season five. We love Big Tone. All right, brilliant, guys. Yeah, try and enjoy your holidays. Stay safe out there. Take the Omnicron thing um, seriously, because it is. It got me, it's got um, AJ. You know, just um, make sure you wrap up. Take care of yourself and everyone stay safe. Stay safe, guys. Lots of blessings, lots of love. Merry Christmas to everyone and to all.